whether or not you win this thing, you've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. You versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Welcome in. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. It's the kickoff hour. Good time, gang. We are live and fired up for another day. Thank you for being with us. The number 866-WE-BE-BIG. RickandBubba.com. That's Rick, spell out, and Bubba.com. That's where you land for everything Rick and Bubba, and we've got a lot there for you. Upcoming events, uh, the store's got some new merch in it. Got to go check that out. Uh, and really getting really getting pressured by my boys uh, to get one of the, the new T-shirts that's out right now. So go there, check it all out. It's available, rickandbubba.com. Click on store. Also, uh, we got show notes uh, there on the homepage. Anytime we discuss uh topics on the show, maybe a story or two, or have a guest, all the links are always going to be there, so let that be your default. Uh, when you get to the office or get settled, you can always go to rickandbubba.com, and a link will be there on the homepage. All the social links are there as well, not only for the show, but each individual staff member, that is on the homepage just to the right side uh, at rickandbubba.com. Give everybody a follow, and uh, make sure you're always in the loop with everything Rick and Bubba. All right, so we got the crew here. We got Eddie Van Adler. He's got TV rocking. Uh, we got to my right one Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. I am Speedy. That completes the good time, gang. What up, boys? How y'all doing? Huh? Hey. Fired up, baby. Are, are you sure you're fired up? I am. Oh, okay. This is one of the reasons I'm fired up. It's Masters Week, everybody. Everybody calm down. Masters, full effect. Mike Stone here. One week in April. One week in April. Ah. Azalea's blooming. Boy, they are. Oh. An American treasure. It is indeed. Golly. The ride of spring. 
Oh, Greg, sway with me. Wish I could take that back. Yeah. 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 It sound good. The destination you hold so dear. Not a piece of grass out of place. I love the master. Getting higher, Greg. One week in April. I wish you were singing this so bad. When I was young, I dreamed of <laughs> presents under the tree. I like the. Yes, I love the master. Mike Stone, don't we all? I love the master. All right, so if, let's all right. go back. So all he could come up with, I love the master. Well, Greg, he said it twice. Greg, he Greg. loves the master. Said it two times in a row. Yeah. Uh, and this song is I Love the Master. I love the Master. Me, day. First round of the Masters tees off at Augusta. Is that one weekend? <laughs> and Mike Stone, uh, if you'll remember, brought us something. And, you know, just a little bit of Rick and Bubba history here. Uh, as we were searching for that, we found here this. Here we go. Do you remember, you remember the gold that we found in this song? I sure huh? do. Mike Stone. Augusta and Ernie is the CD, but Hey Little Person is the song. Hey Little Person. Do you remember I that? I know you, but yeah. I want. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> A little creepy. Hey Little Person. I wish that was me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was like checking into the hotel and over to my right by a big piano that he's over there singing as as I come in. That's if what we, I've got. I, that's where I got Mike. Stone. I had myself sitting in, a, in an Italian restaurant eating lasagna. And he's over there playing the piano okay. over there. All right. <laughs> I wish the video was actually him uh, dating a little person. Someone was refilling my tea glass, by the way, as he started playing it. <laughs> what if that was one of the challenges uh, during tee-off? Has he got any more? Everybody on the first tee, he was playing just beside the tee. Well, and and you had to fight through it. <laughs> He's got six or seven more on that oh, album. Sure he does. Oh, wow. Yeah, he does. We just didn't dive any in Any more that tributes? Oh, man. Don't, don't, make me, we can don't make me play Hey Ernie. <laughs> Ernie? Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to no, hear Ernie. No, no, hold on. I, I got my glasses on now. It's Arnie. Arnie. Yeah, yeah, I'm leaning in now. Oh, yeah, All right, Palmer. we got... Uh, Oh, darling, no. I love. He's got a song about yeah. Arnold Palmer. He yeah. really loves golfing. Like darling, I love you. God bless you, sweet darling. Oh, wow, mm, that's cut one. Mm. One week in April's got a star beside it, which means it's the most popular on the CD. Yeah. I don't know how in the world. Hey, little what about Arnie. Me. How about that? Mm. How's that sound? Uh, let's see where we at. Thank you, Arnie. Uh, where your Arnie's ar- not with us anymore. Hey, went where, on in a few years ago. Where your army? Mm. Mm. Sorry about all this ad I like this Masters. Uh, yeah. I do wish I could play the piano. What if I play the piano for him? Uh, I'd rather you be singing. And he leaned up against the piano, and he's like, hey. We celebrate the life today. Our hero from La Trobe, PA. Dear superstar, we watched you play. We fell in love. Do all these songs sound the same, y'all? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could throw a little person at any moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh. This is Darling, I Love You. Uh-oh. Oh. Darling, I Love You. <laughs> That's going to be you. That's what say. Darling, oh, it's a little, little different face. Oh, wait. Everybody, here we go. Darling, I Love You. It's like the start of an award ceremony. <laughs> it <Thank> does. 
Hey, uh, if you notice, his first lyrics are always the title of the song. Yes. Uh, you think it's going to start with Darling, I Love You? Darling, I love you. I love that. Sweet. Darling, I, I love you. <laughs> if you're looking, I think my back, whole back just popped when I laughed. All right, so the, the, uh, if you're searching your music, it's Mike Stone. Right. Mike Stone. Right. Mike Stone. And we, when the reason we played it because of Augusta, one week in April. Augusta so and Arnie. one about the man from Latropia. Mike Stone music, and it's Augusta and Arnie is the the, uh, the CD. There you go. Uh, today, first round uh, at Augusta starts today. If you remember, Dustin Johnson won it in uh, November. Five, Dustin five months Johnson ago. won it. That's a little crazy. Golf course looks a lot different. Yeah, they were talking about that yesterday about how, uh, how so it's just totally it different up. now. It was um, real wet and soft. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Healing. Now it's fast <laughs> as lightning. <laughs> hey, that dumb little person. Hold your nose a little bit and do that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's fast as lightning. <laughs> hey, little person. Do it. Do it. Hold it. Hold your nose. Healing a man. You do it now. He's going to do a song about Tiger Woods wrecking. Oh, yeah. Tiger <laughs> went to the corner a little fast. <laughs> Hit the gas instead of the brake. <laughs> we should hey, be had a lot of trouble. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> they say uh, he wasn't under the influence. All right, so but we the got the jury's still out. <laughs> all right, we got to go to break, but we do have a Tiger Woods update. They came out and uh, really. I mean, there, is there really much of an update besides how he was going fast? I like they've acted so weird about it. We can't release the findings until he says he was going too fast and wrecked. There it is. There it is. It's not some big conspiracy. No, and I'm talking about hey, Tiger Woods. It's forty something speed limit. He's going eighty something. Eighty. He was getting it. Yeah. He was going real fast. Couldn't take the curve. <laughs> Hold your nose again. You gotta do that. He was going as fast as the greens at Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight six six, we be big is our number. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, as always. 22 minutes now past the hour. Kickoff hours live. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour break. Eddie Van Adler, he's here. He has got TV going. Uh, and uh, I am speedy alongside Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. Scheduled to appear on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this week is Jesse Cole. Now you might go, well, who's Jesse Cole? He is the uh, the founder of the Savannah Bananas and Banana Baseball. Uh, and quite the entrepreneur and we'll talk to him today uh and record rick and bubba university the podcast and that will hit saturday morning so uh that is this week's guest looking forward to that and then scheduled to appear next week is mike leach so we'll see how that goes um again the number 866 we be big i've got something for you guys (laughs) as uh and it's not hey little um it is uh it's just a little hey that person i don't know what happened (laughs) That was weird because you didn't do much. All you did was just, you got a little excited. I'll give you that. You did. Just slightly. Um, All right. So Terry was telling me about this. uh, Is this what you think about that? Yeah. Okay. She was telling me about this last night. She's like, you're not going to believe what I saw. And then she goes into detail about what she saw. And uh, and this is it. And I want y'all 
to see if you guys can 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 tell me what's going on here. You ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> here we go. This is a good moment. <laughs> okay. We're going to go right here. <laughs> Sound oh, like shears. Yes. Like we're shearing a sheep. Yay! Yay. Right, we're shearing off somebody's hair. A little boy, Instant first haircut. That's close. Instant. Baby Alice's is first haircut. Oh, yeah. No, the hair's close. You're, you're been, hair, years, hair, your hair. 27, 28 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a little closer, but I'm not 28, try. 27 years old, she said. Her hair? No, I mean, I'm just saying what you said about you were, they were cutting something. It's obvious. Yeah, I heard shears. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think? They were shearing a sheep. I don't know. I mean, I, I would, I would have, I thought haircut, human haircut. Well, that was a. I mean, y'all hear that? Um, we got a, we got a woman from Houston. Okay, she had let her fingernails grow to the point where she has the oh, world's longest goodness. fingernails, but she re- recently decided to cut them off after almost gro- thirty years of thirty growing them. years. She grew a fingernail. It, it was, never but, uh, it was that. But like right, it was a little bit more than twenty eight. Don't you the know when she woke up 30. the next day? She was like, "Wow, so they were I've over." Been... The, you ready for this? They were over twenty four feet long. Feet. So each, yeah, each. I gotta nail, ask the uncomfortable question. She had to have help. Combined, yeah. here it is. Combined, they were over twenty-four feet long. So each nail was over two feet. Well, somebody's out of a job now. Her butt wiper. Mm. She don't well, now, well, and I asked Terry this last night walking. Like she, they're they're so long, and I'm holding my hands just kind of first down of all. What, and out. What's the point? She said that, that that's that nasty. Her her nails were so long that she hadn't done this in over 20-something years. And, and what I'm doing is I'm making a fist, extending my hands. I bet she fingers. shot a lot of people birds now that she can move her so hands. So now she said she just walked around like this Always all the time. And I asked Terry, I asked Terry. test your hands. And the first thing I go to is, I'm sorry, is the bathroom. I, well, how, how do you function yeah. in the bathroom? How do you take a shower? There's a lot of How do you wash your hair? That, that, that could cause a problem. Uh, so a anyway, a lot, a lot of situations that have yeah. I don't know gigantic nails. I don't know how you can be a productive human being with nails like that. Let me say, this, I just though. don't, I don't, I don't understand. Let's say they said, Greg, you have to have nails. I would rather mine. I wish they would grow and just stay straight mm-hmm. and long instead of curly. Yeah, think about the picture the handles, about six though. foot out in front of you. Oh, oh yeah, that'd oh, be tough. But You'd I'm have to sit in the back seat to drive. You'd have yeah. to remove the front seat. Yeah, yeah. Be, you could play be, the drums from here. I could. Um, all right, so here's the deal. I mean, you can't do anything with those, even, you know, the curl. It, like you that. might as well not have any hands. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have no I mean, use I, of your hands because you wanted to have a record. Now, you did this for 20 something years. Right. You're right. What did she do for a living? Did it say? It, it I'm does. sorry, I'm asking questions. That, I know. Here you go. Um, but those are, good, those, are, those are good questions. I'll tell you that. Uh, so, anyway. I want to see somebody grow toenails. So, she had, she, she had them cut off with a rotary saw. That's oh, what you heard. Well, you'd have to, I guess. guess. Uh, she went to a professional doctor in Fort Worth to have that done. Uh, they're now going to be on display at Ripley's, believe it or not, Ooh. museum in Orlando. I was just about to ask, did they sack them up and throw them away? Because she does have the world's largest fingernails, letting them grow over 28 years. Well, she can have that record because I'll all, never challenge it. And we, so, all, okay, we so. all remember the Dumb and Dumber episode uh, scene, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting his stuff cut off. That's <laughs> on his feet. Yeah, the pedicure on his feet. Uh, it, it's just, um, it's quite the story That's today. And Terry was telling me about that, and is. I was like, "You're, it's you've got." I, to I be bet the me. relief. They're thinking, "Golly, yeah, I completely forgot how good this was." I, I know. Can wave and scratch my own head. And- I'm looking at them now, 
And so for the first time, and I, mm. I don't, how do you function? I know, that's I what I'm saying. I keep going back to that question. How do you function in life? Uh-huh. All right, let me ask you a question. Is there anything y'all wouldn't cut for 28 years? Hair, mm, I guess yeah. that's about it. No. Hair, fingernails, anything? anything. Let go. Uh, Nose well, hair? Ooh, imagine that. Mm. Eyebrows? I mean, if there's a check involved, there's always a discussion to yeah, be had. But, but I don't. To get it. I but mean, I don't understand. I mean, how serious business? How do you make a living if your fingernails are 24 foot long? You don't. How do you make a living? Yeah, you, you're you disabled. You can't. You really drive. are. You yeah, can't yeah. do anything. No, because like I said she, it, in the interview, she said that her hands would just her and fingers they curl her finger. back towards her body. Right. They would did just hang down her fingers. That? Huh? Would you? Did you have video of that? Of of them cutting it? Yeah. Uh, Greg, in the it's in the Greg. story. Yeah, it's a wow, and when and when they cut them, it's just like it's it's just that's crazy. It's really it's really gross to be honest with you. Mm. And and Terry said they had to um, saw them off out a little bit yeah. so that they wouldn't damage her fingernail, the bed or, or, or whatever in her fingernail or something. I don't know what it's called. I, I mean something along that line. So so it wouldn't. This is like I mean honestly, seriously, this would be like being in prison and being let out after 30 years. You're yeah. being able to yeah. do things She's that think, you, Why did I Greg wait Adler's this been long? showing some stuff, but there there's a little bit oh, more for you. Oh wow. Yeah. That's yeah. tough. Right. So that's the sound of the day. Hey, hey, nice. hey you pick nasty. up a hamburger and eat it right there. You can't. A slice of pizza. You can't. Ugh. I mean how how has any of that happened and you to can't. y'all's ultimate point? How do you take care of yourself? Right. I, it, I mean, I, from I, hey, from showering to you to going number two, blowing you, going number one for a woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't get. How do you any put makeup on? How do you well, being a woman? How, how do you, do you put very your carefully? Nose? I'll tell you that. How do you brush your teeth? Right, just every day. You can't just, I mean, like you, you brush said, your you teeth. Might as well like, have no hands. You might as how well. do you do? I mean, oh, wow. well, I, that was terrible. Yeah. Hopefully, Adler <laughs> it didn't was see that. terrible. I was tr- I was trying to brush my teeth. <laughs> I just looked up. <laughs> I was trying to brush my teeth. We brush our teeth a lot different than yeah, you do. Well, I mean, you got to go. You got to you got to work the toothbrush, don't you? So if is she holding it with her palm over her? She's hand? probably got an electric toothbrush like I do. What does she do? Just lean over and <laughs> I, how do how do you? Because you can't do anything with Them those nails. Nails. World's longest nails been cut off. Good gracious a lot. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. You sure are. It's 25 minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Um, you know, I don't know about you guys. Um, Shaquille O'Neal, old Shaq, he's something else. Uh, and yeah, I'll, man. Yeah, I'll, the big diesel. The diesel. I like Shaq. It's not bad. Everybody tries to do their Shaq. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and there's every now and then on social media, there's always video of him doing something. Uh, you know, just being um, like, you know, he want was he a deputy or something? Isn't he a sheriff's deputy? Didn't he get his? Uh, or wasn't he I something like, like that? I know he played one in a movie. Yeah, but uh, a right. policeman. You I like helping thought, people, Speedy. I right. like helping people. But I know he's been he's gone on rides with. You uh, yeah, know, I think you're right. Yeah, and I mean, I've seen like uh, them stop and help people on the side of the road. What he's, he just always seems like he's he's a fun loving uh, with a servant's heart. Yeah. That's him. I mean, he just a yeah. giant. And you said there's a documentary involved with yes, him, and we'll go back to that. But yesterday, um, there was a story that came out with video of him at a Zales store in Atlanta, 
uh, and he surprised a stranger uh, when he walked by and saw that the young man was having difficulties trying to pay off, uh, I guess, an engagement ring or something. Yeah. And uh, and Shaq basically just handed the the person well, checking the, the guy out, just handed him his credit card and said, here you go, take care of it. And here's Shaq talking about it, uh, which is, I thought, pretty interesting because, I mean, just hearing him talk about it is kind of funny, and we'll all try to talk like Shaq. But just listen to how he kind of approached it. <clears throat> I went in there to get some loop earrings, and I seen the guy come in. He was just so shy. He was saying, hey, how much do I owe to pay off my ring? It was just, and I was like, my man, I'm, I'm, how much is the ring? And this is something that I do every day. The other day, me and my mom went furniture shopping, and this lady, uh, she had a autistic daughter mm. and you know she was also you know looking to pay for some furniture and i just i just took care of it so i'm into i'm into making people happy so whenever i leave the house i just try to do a, a good deed and that's kind of him breaking that down and adler if, if you are you pushing audio uh out of that okay give him a second uh yeah, the the, the uh the uh the video that adler was showing on tv as um also has a little bit of audio to it about the encounter at the uh the checkout take a listen Appreciate it. What's your name? Don't. You know, you know, this is the first time. Every time you come in here, I always get on 30 minutes before you come in here. Employee acts like they're friends. So I'd like to see the guy he bought the ring for give him a little Well, more. that's why. That's what I was going to bring up. He might the, be a little embarrassed. And Terry, right, Terry he claimed, didn't know what to think. First of all, right. well, I got mask on. Right. And I'm going, I think that's Shaq. Yeah. You think? There's no. Yeah, there's a lot of giants with mask on. Well. Uh, the diesel. But mm. the the point you is, you can tell I, the guy was looking up at him like. But I, wouldn't y'all like to see him give him a little more? Yeah, yeah. Now Terry claims last night when we were breaking this down. I Terry would. Terry said, "Well, honey, you think he's in shock? He can't. He believe, probably is. It he was can't more believe what's happening. And that's a fifteen second video. It could be that after he it was over, he went said, over. I didn't give you much. Yeah, thank you so much. But he paid it off. Wow. And he says, Shaq says he does it all the time. Raise your hand if you'd like to get a schedule. I was going to say, Speedy will now be following Shaq everywhere he goes. <laughs> and I'll, Hey, know, look, Shaq, I'm buying something over here. Right. <laughs> Trying it, to get a new car. Let's say that you're Shaq, okay? And There's I've got some you. bald guy from Alabama. <laughs> right. <laughs> Keeps following me around. I'm going to do something about it. You know how I am with uh, I'll fake a phone call. Yes. Did it yesterday. Um, <laughs> but I would walk by him and just stand there and go, do what, honey? What? Well, how much How much do we owe for, for it to pay off? How late is it? Oh, no. What are we going to do? Nah, we don't have the money. Well, yeah. Yo, hey, how you doing, sir? Yeah. yeah you look like just, Shaq. Um, uh, but you, can you call and see if we can just get to the 15th? Man, I wish Chuck was here. And then <laughs> also Kenny. Was, Chuck? I wish Chuck Kenny were here. They could help pay for it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear, excuse me, sir. I'd ask Ernie, but he don't have any money. Yeah, I'm not watching that clip again because I want that guy to give him more. I know. It's tough. <laughs> it's like somebody winning on 12 working days of Christmas and going, hey, thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> it, The man. comments under the, the – <laughs> the, the, when they put that out, the comments are funny, funny, funny. Everybody's saying Oh, yeah. Thing. A couple of things. A, in order to, to like look to the left or right, Shaq has to turn his whole body. Oh, and everybody yeah. was having yeah. fun with that. And the other one was what people act, acted oh, like Shaq, Shaq did for the guy. But it was just like real small, like yeah. hey, you bought him lunch or something. Yeah, <laughs> he just yeah. paid off your ring, buddy. Yeah, you're acting like he picked up your yeah. uh, he he in drive through ahead of you and he got your order. Uh, now uh, the NBA on T well, the dude. NBA on TNT. You forget, but that crew with Ernie was it Kenny, Shaq, and Charles. They've been together how long? I don't know how long they've been together, they, they, but been the together show has been in its existence since Ernie started doing it by himself mm-hmm. uh, thirty years. Wow. Now, 
the reason you're bringing this up is on I think it's HBO Max is. is where I, I I was looking for something to watch last night and it's called The Inside Story mm-hmm. and it is a documentary about the evolution of this show. Yeah. And how each member mm-hmm. came on and why and where they were at in their career as mm-hmm. far as basketball goes. Yeah. Excellent documentary. So it's a, I got caught up in it last night and watched it, and it is awesome. So the four part episode it, it, does each episode focus on like you're saying that one that one individual. One at time? Go, go. I think the order is Ernie Kenny because this is the, it goes in the order in which they join the show. Okay, so our Ernie's first phenomenal story. Of course, mm-hmm. we know his dad from being a Braves announcer yeah. way back in the day, right? And then he had a run with cancer back in 2003 mm-hmm. to 2006, and. He documents all of that. And just the behind the scenes of the radio and television business we yeah. love. It's awesome. Um, and then you had Kenny join. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, he was such a natural at, at be doing this on TV. Yeah. And matter of fact, he had got a phone call. Um, <clears throat> he had got a phone call from a, from another team wanting him to play. And he mm-hmm. thought, yeah, man, basketball is what I know. And um, I've still got a little left in me. And Craig Sager, who was – within the Turner family at that time, pulled him aside. He heard him talking on the phone to this general manager of an NBA team. And he's like, are you really thinking about going back and playing? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I mean, I, that's all I know, man. He goes, you need to understand something. You can be a you're, – you're really good at this. Like, mm-hmm. you're a natural. You can be a super – this can be the rest of your life if you want it to be. And he said if it wasn't for Craig Sager pulling him aside and saying that, he probably would have went back and played. And then you bring then you bring in Charles and that we all love Charles it's mm-hmm. hilarious and it the, the way the and then Shaq was the most recent addition of the last few years that show I'm I don't give it enough yeah like I mean it's uh but once it's on late and two it's it's I'm not a big NBA fan mm-hmm. but I mean I, I I think I should be watching it because I enjoy these four personalities together yeah. Really, really good. Uh, speak to, uh, without giving the whole thing away, uh, and again, we're talking about, uh, what's the name of it again? Uh, the Inside Story. The Inside Story. It's, uh, it's a documentary it's on HBO Max. It's part of the documentary series on uh, HBO Max, uh, and it, it breaks down uh, the show. And talk about uh, Ted Turner and Shaquille right, so O'Neal. Funny story. So Ted Turner, uh, obviously, he was a visionary. He saw these things going on in sports and thought, hey, this is the next moneymaker. And so he invested in, bought the Hawks and bought the Braves. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Shaq <laughs> saw him, and he he was not working with the Turner. I think he had sold all his Turner stuff at that time or whatever. He hadn't been, he hadn't been their boss in quite some time. Right. And Shaq had never met Ted Turner. And he thought, I've always wanted to meet this guy. And so he walked up to him. Shaq tells it that Ted Turner actually hurt his feelings because he didn't know who he was. He walked up to him and said, hey, Mr. Turner, I just want to introduce myself to you. I've always wanted to meet you. And I can't say exactly what was said, but Ted Turner ultimately said to Shaq, who he didn't know who he was, man, you're a big guy. Why don't you join the Army? Huh. We need you in the army. In the army, and, and Shaq with. was like, he hurt my feelings because I mean, first of all, I thought Ted you Turner know probably know who I was. I had a pretty good <laughs> career in the NBA, and uh, Charles had to had to go. Hey, 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 Shaq, don't take it too personal. He really knows nothing about sports. He knows everything about money and investments and those type things. Mm-hmm. And by the way, he hadn't been our boss for like eight years, so don't worry about yeah, it. Don't worry about but it. But it was funny to hear just the whole inside. Well, it's called the inside story. Yeah, it's really go. good. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, breaks it all down. And so I saw it. Uh, I guess it was yesterday, and I was like, "Man, do, do I have time for this?" I, I looked and saw that it was four episodes, and it looked like each one of them focused on each individual because it, yeah. it had a little 
you know, excerpt of what it was going to be about. So it looks interesting for sure. It's funny because you had Kenny, who was a natural. You had Charles, who was the Greg Burgess mm-hmm. of that show. Yep. Um, and hearing wow, people talk Charles. about Charles, mm-hmm. like he, he, we never know what he's going to do. He's going to get us in trouble. And then Shaq, they said he was horrible at doing this for like the first three or four weeks, and they had to really coach him. Just be yourself, Shaq. Just yeah. be yourself. It's good stuff. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Ten minutes till top of the hour. It's the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour break. This portion of the show is brought to you by HelloFresh.com. That's right, HelloFresh.com. Com. They send fresh ingredient sources directly from growers delivered from the farm to your front door in under a week. With more than 25 recipes to choose from every week, there's truly something for everyone. HelloFresh recipe um, cards are easy to follow, too, with simple steps and pictures to help you get meals on the table in no time. I mean, we're talking about no more meal planning. We're talking about, uh, you know, uh, dinner's ready in 20 minutes or less. Uh, quick breakfasts, lunches, um, snacks, it's all there. HelloFresh.com. Uh, and you need to check them out now because for a limited time only, you'll get 12 free meals plus free shipping at HelloFresh.com when you use promo code Bubba. That's 12 free meals plus free shipping with promo code Bubba at HelloFresh.com. That's HelloFresh.com. Let it come right to your front door. HelloFresh.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. But make sure you use that promo code Bubba to unlock those savings. Got an email I have to share real quick. It'll only take a minute. The title is Thanks for Nothing, and it's from David. All right. He's a, he says, as if I did not have enough to worry about uh-huh. every morning, now I have to decide if the nurdle on my toothbrush is too much or too little. It's probably been a month since you guys brought this new word to the table, but mm-hmm. here I am thinking about it, standing in my bathroom at 5 a.m., wondering mm-hmm. if my nurdle is appropriate. Is your nurdle enough is your nurdle to get enough? the job done? Wow. How about that? Old nurdle. Thanks for nothing. Did y'all see? Sorry, the, David. Did y'all see the email of the person that uh, that woke up and said he was, they were dreaming about the show and they had to email us immediately? Hmm? I I did see the email. I have not read through it because it was a very long and detailed, and I wanted to give it enough. It was almost. So. It was very similar to your tinkle at two, uh, okay. but it was more of I was ha- I had a dream and woke up and I had to get it off my mind and let y'all know what was going on. Uh, but your tinkle at two was if you wake up in the middle of the night, normally yours is We're always two. thinking about something. And, and we, yeah. we do struggle, and we've talked to you about a grown man saying tinkle, but you do. And uh, and so we named it Tinkle at Two uh, uh, about what 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 comes to your mind. When what you're... I would prefer to say the audience can't handle. Okay. All right. Got it. I mean, seriously. Yeah. All right. That, you know, there's. Mm-hmm. I'd get emails all day about how that's a bad word. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, I can't, how can you, how dare can you say that? <laughs> is that? Is that the voice? Hey, aren't you a Christian? You can't say that word. Oh, now we're talking like that. Well, okay. like that I mean, bullying letter uh-huh. when they accused us of not being very. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd prefer not to say tinkle. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, but, good with but, it. I, but, you know, mm-hmm. I guess I could say urinate. Yeah. Urinate. That's a medical <laughs> term. Urinate at two. Uh, See, you're. What about use the bathroom at two? Well, see, that didn't tinkle it too flows really well. well no, I, I like got it. one. I'll I like tell it. you off air. Well, okay. that's what. Hey, that, you know, you know what, Greg? 
That's what I would say too. Normally, uh, all right. So mine was. I don't understand some of these words that we just deem horrific or bad natured, and they don't. They're not even close to that. Yeah. How about uh, mine was at twelve thirty last night. Um, I, I had a up. weird one. I, I was thinking that where we live, and some of you right now that are watching or listening are getting hard rain, and and you know didn't look like anything that <laughs> the hard rain we were supposed to get. Yeah, I thought uh, yeah. I was gonna be driving in. I know. And so I'm I woke, glad I was. I woke up. Huh. At, I woke up at twelve thirty, and even though we had our little notification set up, they would go off. I, I went and said, "Well, while I'm up, uh, let me go ahead and check the radar." And so I checked the radar. And Wait I, went, a minute. I went. So huh. you get in the middle of the night and take a leak and say, "Well, I'm up and they check the that radar." That was his tinkle at two. Yeah. That's his that's, thought. That's, that's what, what he's, that's that's what what he's was thinking, thinking about. Well, the and phone. I'd been too sleepy to check the radar. Well, I was just like, "Let me." You got. You know, when you got kids, yeah, parents in Huntsville, one up towards Coleman, one down towards. You know, I'm just your, your family spread out. I'm just saying, let me let me see what's happening, and it was just all splitting. Because I'm if like, you mess up and you start having to pay attention too much, you're going to wake up. I know that's a good point. You make your brain work too much, and then Terry woke up. What are you doing? Well, know, she's half, star what thing. is she 80 now yeah. huh? i've seen terry in a while <laughs> Realize she ain't. what are you doing <laughs> why are you, are you checking <laughs> you know well, i don't know why i got her drunk but uh she's not <laughs> she was more sleepy well give me sleepy sleep, and drunk give me sleepy voice hey that's kind of <laughs> okay oh, i like how you have to close your eyes i had to because i had to be sleepy <laughs> I mean, but you know what I'm saying? You get to you get to digging and thinking too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Like, let me check them. You're gonna look and you're awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then what are you gonna do? Yeah. Stare at the ceiling. I know, yeah. But she was basically is Wait, everything okay? Thunder. What are you doing? Everything is this storming. I see dead people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um and, but anyway, I was like, I'm I said and for some reason I whis- whisper, I'm saying I'm just checking Everybody's the whispering. Even though there's nobody around that nah. I could wake up. Um, something if you talk loud. Now she did scare me this morning when I woke up with the main alarm. I guess I didn't hit it in time, or I, I hit snooze too many times. And she with a really loud voice, which scared me. Well, good morning. And I was like, oh, it scared wow. me okay. a little bit. Like I didn't wasn't expecting that. It just came from the no. covers over beside in me in the darkness. Yes, you know. I think I hit snooze one one time than I normally do. Yeah, I, I was I struggling. Extra I, I got to admit, I was struggling a little bit today. I hit snooze. You ever get up and go, ooh, I'm a little later than I wanted mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. I had a weird deal happen. So, and this never happened. This is the first time this happened in, I don't know, years. Went to sleep at, I don't know, it's like 9.30, 9.35. Mm-hmm. I remember turning the TV off and I went straight to bed. And woke up, because I had to use the restroom, and I thought, okay, here's my anywhere from 2.30 to 3.30, get up and yeah. go in the bathroom, the tinkle at 2. <laughs> So I go in there, use the bathroom, and I come back, and I look at my phone to see what time it is. 10.36. I'd been asleep for less than an hour. Oh, wow. And you woke up thinking. And I was, and I felt great. Yeah, like I was yeah, had energy, oh, and wow. I'm like, man, this is going to be a good day. And all Wait, of a sudden. I got to go back to sleep. And, of course, then you struggle to go back to sleep. Yeah. And How about those people so that, you, that you wake up? You deep enough sleep when you I know. Woke up. How about those people that wake up, and, and they can't go? They just stay up. They're like, I'm I've up. I've never been that I'm guy. up. I do that sometimes on the weekends. If I wake up, I'm, I'm back to sleep. But I'm I'm talking about like I'm I ran into a guy said oh yeah three thirty four every morning I'm up no and I'm like what then what do you that's do that's some kind I'm like, of medical where, condition I'm like where are you going what do you do nothing I just go to the couch and get some coffee and <sighs> hang. I'm like what you can't roll over and you go don't back have to, to be up at that time what is, what mine's not that early oh, on the weekend a little hiccup I did I, I, can, I, can, burp. I don't I know let what's myself, going on I can sleep to twelve o'clock if I let myself see I can't do that and, and, I it, feel worse twelve o'clock noon on Saturdays if I let myself just keep rolling. Or yeah. would you would you wake up at all? Oh yeah, I'd wake up. I just have to go back to sleep. 
536 is about when I get up no, on the weekends. No, new. Eight. I'm usually sipping on coffee Did by 6 o'clock. you say 536 o'clock. or 530 or 6? 530 or 6. Or six. I thought about, you said 536. No. I was like, wow, you're I'm very I'm awful eight strategic <laughs> on the weekends. <laughs> I'm an 8 o'clock guy. <laughs> yeah. I, for some reason, I'm a 7 guy. I'm a 7 o'clock. Now, I can stretch it to 9. Easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, now look. If we don't have anything going on now, that seven can roll over and be nine yeah. in a second. Easy. In a second. I like to wake up on Saturday at like three and then and think I got to get up and realize I don't. Ooh, so that's a good yeah, feeling. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a wonderful feeling, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go ha 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 Tricked you. <laughs> I'm going back to sleep. I'm out. Huh. All right. Who wants to go back to bed now? Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm up I can't now. keep my eyes open. Can't keep my eyes open. All right, so today is going to be kind of cool. Um, really? And I'm, I got a little bit of anxiety about this uh, because yeah, even though he's com- I want to talk about. You know, he, he's committed to uh, <laughs> to being a guest, but I'm just, I don't know why I'm a little nervous oh, about yeah. it. I'm always that way. But Jesse Cole, who uh, founded Savannah Bananas and Banana Baseball, is yeah. going to be our featured guest in this week's Rick and Bubba University podcast. And looking forward to it. He seems pretty Had cool. And, and how about this? He's uh, got his own little podcast as well. It's called Banana Ball. <laughs> Bu- business done differently. He's quite the entrepreneur and yeah, uh, oh. and has done really well for himself, he and his wife, Emily. And so looking forward to him being uh, this week's featured guest on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. We uh, we, we talked about banana baseball not too long ago. And, um, Interesting and then, concept. And this kind of, this kind of you know, started uh, – I don't know, kind of, I guess, ballooning uh, on the show, and we started doing segments Didn't on it, and everybody bring was it like, up? I, I guess so. I, I can't remember how it, how it happened there. Yeah, then we started looking Said, into hey, it, and they were down in, Mo- then they were down in Mobile yeah. for the weekend and stuff. You and, went, remember? And, uh, and before you know it, we're talking to Jesse, we're trying to get him on the, uh, the old podcast. So that's today. We record that today, and it hits Saturday morning when uh, we're trying to go back to sleep. Yeah, that's when it'll hit. <laughs> that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> 866-WE-BE-BIG, our number. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba join us right after this top of the hour break, so don't you go anywhere. The main show starts next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Six Rick minutes Bubba, past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. And we thank you for being with us. A brand new hour is beginning, and we will start this hour with our national anthem. What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming, whose bright stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight, or the ramparts we watch were so gallantly streaming. That our flag was still there. 
It is eight minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Much to do going forward on the program. Uh, we hope that you will take time to be with us. Uh, you can reach us uh, at 866-WE-BE-BIG. That is the number to be actually on the show. Speedy, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all in the mix again today. So Team Rick and Bubba here. Got the, the entire lineup, the depth chart. We're ready. And we'll unpack uh, the stories <laughs> of the day. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we'll roll through another pack of them. Uh, and whatever you bring up as well. Uh, let's get them all in here. We're missing one. Anybody see number 12? Anybody seen 12? He's got 12 on his jersey, but he's number one in your heart. The silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice. Professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup. Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to Rick and Bubba. Well, here I am in the wind again. Somebody come on. Floating where it takes me a Laughing and a splashing in the summer sun Until the alarm clock wakes me Come on Then it's coffee and a kiss And two cigarettes Speedy And I'm back out in the cold, cold weather <laughs> Chasing my dreams But I just can't seem Somebody say it. To rub two coins together I say yes Dr. Hook in the Medicine Show. How about it, that's, Dr. Hook? That's when I had the full name. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, and so cause one of the things we talk about. I saw about, them perform, I know, twice. I can't remember where it live? was, though. Yeah. Wow. Was it some sort of fest of some kind? You know, I don't know what it was. I'm trying to think Because, you know, sometimes you won't see somebody, but if you go to a fest, you got a shot at it. Did at we see them in Gadsden one time at something? In my memory, no. But that doesn't matter because okay. my memory, hard to trust it now sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend memory at one time yeah. he was very trustworthy well i you know yeah. i told hams this morning there's something i do with my email every day and i do it second nature i know oh, yeah. off the spine on highlighting things and doing things with it off the spine and this morning i hit something wrong and it didn't work oh my God. and i looked down and i went yeah i don't even know how i've been doing that <laughs> it was so second nature and i, I was like 
I've had those. I had to. I had to ask for assistance. I've had morning. those. What, what if I? What was I doing? I've had that happen. <laughs> yeah. I've had that happen. It's kind of like typing, and you never look down to to see where the S is, and then all of a sudden you can't find the S, and you you go, "Where did it?" <laughs> it's go? the weirdest. Yeah. yeah, so strange. It's not good. I don't think it's a good sign. At all. <laughs> well, Rick, no yeah. one said it was. It was something I was proud of. All right, I just felt like I needed to get it off my chest. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I, and I hope you did. You, did you yeah, get I think I got it. Did you figured it out. Yeah, right. it, it, it was really simple. I was trying to make it too complicated. All right, so um, we uh, we have other things to discuss. A lot of updates today. Um, I tell you, I'm fired up by Rick and Bubba University the podcast today. Um, and uh, I'm gonna test your memory again. You have any idea who we're interviewing today? Uh, I will in just a minute. Uh, That's not you uh, can't cheat. Up, uh, you can't cheat. <laughs> 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 Do you remember? Oh, do you remember you when somebody been... called and talked to us about the Savannah, Savannah bananas and banana balls? Yes, yes, we're, yes. That's right. <laughs> there it is. We're going to interview yes, the creator, it. the founder of the uh, of Fans First Entertainment, and he is the one that said, "I'm sick and tired of how slow baseball is. No wonder no one likes it." And they've invented a version of fast-paced, moving baseball called banana ball. And we will interview Jesse Cole about banana ball and how. He decided to do this on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast today. It'll be recorded. It'll come out this weekend. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm looking one, forward to there's that. There's one part here, and, and I, I really like the changes they've made to for Banana Ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only one I don't think I like, and I don't, where are you, Speedy and Hams, on this? No bunny. No bunny? Yeah. No small ball? Mm-hmm. See, I, I like small ball. I'm, I'm okay. Huh? I'm a, I don't I, I mean, I but like, I mean to me that doesn't slow the game down. I mean, that's a play. Actually, I think you may get the ball in play quicker when yeah, they're doing that. Yeah, I, I like. But I does like a fan bunny. does a fan want to see a bunt? Oh, I think so. Catch a run out there and try to gun mm-hmm. him at first. I think that's a great. Uh, yeah. play. It's no yeah. long ball. Yeah. Huh? Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how about uh, he also has his own podcast, Business Done Differently. He's quite the entrepreneur, guys. He's mm-hmm. he started a lot. He and his wife Emily have started a lot of businesses. We'll, we'll jump into that. Yeah. You know what? I wonder. I, if, I'd like to see what changes he might make to football. I wonder or basketball. Yeah, yeah. I wonder sometimes back to the bunting, and I don't know this mm-hmm. to be a fact. I know because you guys are fans. But I wonder sometimes if bunting isn't in the music. In, you know, in the music world, we've all been to see the artist or the band that goes into this period of, of long solos and drawn out, drawn out the songs. And you look around at one point and you realize they're doing this for themselves. It's self-indulgent. Right. It really isn't for the fans. And so is, is bunting something that's kind of baseball self-indulgent? Baseball people like it. Because it's kind of it's it's something they would enjoy, but the the mass audience is like I could do, I could no, do that. No, l- let me tell you mm-hmm. why. Let mm-hmm. me tell you my my thoughts on bunny. You have people who drag bunt, mm-hmm. which is you know basically you're trying to hit an infield hit and get to first base. You have sacrifice bunny, mm-hmm. and to me that's one of the more uh, at least when I was playing, mm-hmm. to me one of the most fun plays because somebody lays down a bunt. And depending on where the runners are, you have a lot of strategy there. And you have a catcher, you know, trying to get the ball. The pitcher's coming off the mound. If, if it's hit a little hard, the pitcher's got to get – catcher's got to tell him where to throw. He may turn around and throw third base without looking. He may throw to second base. He may just get the out at first and let him move the runners. If the catcher picks it up, he has a view of the field. He's gonna, So you have a lot of bang-bang plays in that, I, and I like that part of it. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would y'all agree if with First that? and third are crashing. Oh, yeah. Who covers yeah. first, and then uh, who's yeah. going to get back A lot of strategy. Third? Yeah, the pitcher's yeah, owning us. We can't do anything with him, so let's just start playing small ball. Do, do, y'all, do y'all agree with this, though? I do think bunning should be removed from kickball. 
<laughs> when people yeah, bunt and kickball, I didn't it, realize that was going it on. It aggravates yeah. me to no end. Yeah, I just wow. saw it the last couple of days down at a park. I was walking. No, you can't. I saw have somebody that. bunt and kickball. And Rick, uh, like, you about, can't bunt and kickball. No. What about baseball when he squares around first and third runs in, and he backs up and swings? Rick and Bubba, <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes uh, past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Thank you for being with us, and uh, we'll update you on all the stories of the day. If you uh, want to continue to walk with us. So I uh, got an email. We all own it, um, and we have this happen from time to time. And this is in the genre of uh, I had a dream that featured the Rick and Bubba show. What does this mean? Um, and, and and one of the questions this guy's asking is, does it mean I listen to the show too much? He said, I listen 26 hours a week. Uh, and I'm like, well, I mean, it's um, I don't think there's, a, there's any such thing as too much Rick and Bubba. No, I don't. That's my own personal. That's my feeling too, Rick. So here's what he said. He says, I'm literally laying in bed after I just woke up from this dream that I have to tell you about. And by the way, if you have dreams, I've always noticed, if you go ahead and make some notes and you'll talk about it mm-hmm. as soon as you wake up, because you go through the day, you start forgetting. Yeah, it doesn't you know, take long. No, it doesn't take a shower away. and you can forget it all. Right. He said, in this dream, I was standing in line at Hardee's in Tennessee. <laughs> I love weird. that. That's a good start. And undoubtedly, he spends a lot of time at Hardy's as well, yeah. not just the Rick and Bubba show. <laughs> Joe Biden showed up to give a speech. He went behind the counter and picked up a bug bomb that he accidentally triggered. Like a fogger? Yeah, a lot of symbolism yeah. here. He started walking around the kitchen of this Hardy's with, a, with the chemical spraying while the employees stood frozen with no idea how to react. <laughs> My reaction was to call in to Rick and Bubba and report on this. Okay. Thank you. You guys were live on the air, and then you jumped into the Funmobile. He saw that in his dream. Okay. Mm-hmm. Still got it. And began yeah. to drive to Tennessee to cover this situation. You did the whole drive up to Tennessee live on the air. All right. That sounds like something we... We, yeah, we, we have we, done yeah, that before. Right, right. And we have done the entire show behind uh, our, our mov- moving mobile. Right. When you arrived in Hardy's... Bubba decided to do a recreation of what had happened, but he used a fire extinguisher <laughs> okay. as a stand-in for the bug bomb. Mm-hmm. Really messing that restaurant up. Mm-hmm. Bubba proceeded to cover the whole restaurant in white foam. Mm-hmm. Ambulances showed up to treat everyone who required help, and as Rick signed off the show to end it, I woke up. All right. Do I need to speak to a therapist? Is 26 hours a week too much Rick and Bubba? Would calling into the show be a proper response to the president setting off a bug bomb if I was at a fast food restaurant? I have so many questions and no idea how I'm going back to sleep now. And uh, this came to us at 12.16 a.m. You know, to to begin with, I I, I think that uh, we need to have a question about what you're eating before you go to bed. Right. And uh, you always call the show. I think that's a given. Right. Um. You know, I would be more concerned with a bug bomb going off than the uh, than the fire extinguisher because mm-hmm. that's poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I do not think you're listening too much. No, Mm-mm. you may be eating Hardy's too much. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so or you like, may so, be eating too late before you go to bed at right. night. Mm-hmm. So breaking down the dream, 
Does it does it basically mean Biden ruins everything? I can see that easily. Yeah, uh, Bubba's reenactment. I guess Bubba, you know, if you ever want people to understand the severity of something, you must use examples that get their attention. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, you, yeah. You point out the absurd with the absurd. In my mind, <laughs> in my mind, what you're doing is you're saying is you phone the whole place. This is what it looks like if Biden gets his way. Yeah, his he will be everywhere. He will yeah, touch it's going to be worse. Everything. It's not just going to be we're poisoned. We're going to be covered with fire extinguisher as, foam. As we've <laughs> said, as as Dennis Prager is said. Is that an ABC one? Do we know? <laughs> you know as Prager said, and we quote him often on this because I love it now, everything the left touches, they ruin. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so so that, that's that's the I think that's what you're trying to show everybody. Well, and I think too a key key word in here is accidentally triggered, meaning he really didn't know what he was doing. Right. That that's a very key part it of really this is. entire deal. It really is. And um, if it was ABC, I think would be fine. But if it was Halon, we'd need to get out because there wouldn't <laughs> be any oxygen. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, so it's right. very important. You know what what type of fire extinguisher you're using. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you've only you, you you actually I've never seen this happen before. It, trying to help Chris, I think you've done the opposite. You made him more confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> now he doesn't know what kind of fire extinguisher it was. Um, yeah, Chris, what kind was? Yeah. Uh, now so, the fact that it wasn't for electrical equipment, it was probably ABC. You right. know, your general run of the mill. So I mean, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Yeah. 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 I mean, so, uh, yep, there's another wasted black shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no undershirt, spiked hair. You're wasting it all. Right. No. <laughs> Snow covered forest, just <laughs> blazing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no one said cover it up. No, We're just saying you're wasting like it. Oh, no, hey, look, you you if got you're your not pa- father Bubba here. Everybody's no, making go ahead. fun. You've got your pawn shop open. Pawn shop open. People coming yeah, in. Yeah. I'm going to ask you how much you give me for this watch. <laughs> Why you know, I, had, up? I had more a gold chain in decades, so I may bring I one back. Mm-hmm. May bring one I, back. When, when did you decide to put the gold chain up? Oh, really? That was a long but we, I mean, time but ago. why? Did you just think not? You're talking about the old herringbone? Yeah. Just too much trouble. <laughs> yeah. You know? There was never a point, because I don't think any of us, especially me and you, <laughs> would ever say, well, I'm going to make a fashion change. We don't ever think like that. No. You know, no. it's like uh, so. It, uh, really, I think most fashion decisions – in my world, is based on ease of operation. And comfort. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah. no. I mean, when you're trying to get out the door in the morning, you're just glad to get out. Yeah. You know. And, like, this morning, I don't know, I was sleepy. Uh, I think I, Betty came in and told me I left the alarm clock on. I got up a minute before it went off, but I forgot to cut it off or something. Oh, so. she loves you for that. Mm. So you're in the shower and it's going off? Mm. Mm. Probably. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I think that was her, or I dreamed that too. Well, in all fairness, normally. <laughs> I, you know, some mornings I wake up and I'm ready to go, and then some mornings it is I came across the solar system, and that was today. <laughs> in all fairness, in all fairness, in all fairness if I remember yesterday correctly, and, and again, that's up for debate, mm-hmm. if I remember it, I think about the time you normally would have been getting rest uh, we, you were you were you had been hit with a, a group text that probably kept you from going to sleep <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. thank you for that greg yeah that yeah. was not that was not a restful afternoon oh boy mm-hmm. <laughs> and you uh you're not thankful you have extremely large texts when you start reading it either no you know. yeah no, no, no. That's uh, uh, you know that that was one of those. He's got, he's got, nothing. He's got big font on his text messages. Yeah. That's what that means. Yeah, that's what, what did I say? Nothing. Just I just want to okay. break yeah. it down for everybody. I got, well, yeah, well, if, I got you, a if you if you can't read real well without reading glasses, you have bigger font. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No question about that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
when a small word can't be on the same line, it's that's pretty big. Yeah, well, it's, it's one word per line. Yeah. Uh, it, looks sure. like a, it looks like an eye test. It looks eye like chart. a oh, Nick Bubba's phone yeah. looks like a billboard. Yeah, it, does. Yeah, it, it does. looks like a teleprompter. It, it really does. does. It does. By the way, the, the digital signs on the highway are smaller. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so if you text something to Bubba and you don't want the person sitting next to him to see it, I, I just wouldn't text him. No, no, no. Probably no. a good rule overall. Sure. Yeah. Probably. Especially when he comes from Greg. <laughs> hey, thanks, buddy. Hey, try being on a Marco Polo and, and, and playing it. In public, what are y'all t- y'all yeah. Yeah. you'd be diving for the fun. <laughs> <laughs> I had a line that I was going to. Everything that was what I, well, that was exactly the cause of the problem yesterday. <laughs> I was just. You were just you were you were addressing <laughs> instead of beating around the That's bush. That's where it all went downhill. <laughs> lack of a better term. <laughs> you just said, "Look, let me sum this up," and I, I believe what, it was just, what this leads to. I believe four words, four, yeah. three or four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was to the point. There wasn't no wasting any words. Uh-uh. No, that's good. That one had so few words you could have done it back when it was just a QWERTY board. I know, I know. Yeah. Or, or you had to do it with numbers. Yeah. Bottom of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Eight six six, we be big is our number. We'll chat with you today on the Rick and Bubba show, and looking forward to that. Car Shield uh, is your automobile under the protection of the Car Shield. Well, Car Shield cars go farther uh, because uh, if uh, if you're under one of their protection plans and it's covered repair. Uh, they're going to deal directly with the ASC certified uh, mechanic that you chose. Could be the dealership, could be a place that you love or a mechanic you trust. Uh, they'll pay them directly. Uh, the protection plans are available for automobiles that no longer have warranty. You're probably getting a lot of um, robocalls and uh, and weird calls to your phone, and people keep calling you about your automobile warranties. I, I'd, I'd be real leery of those. But if you'd like a protection plan, go to CarShield. I uh, love getting the emails of people saying, boy, glad I had the CarShield. Look, your automobile couldn't care less what you're saving money for. Uh, it'll still take that money on an unsuspected, um, I mean, uh, uh, you know, uh, something happened with the computer, or it could be AC, it could be whatever the case may be. Uh, CarShield.com is standing by, ready to offer you a protection plan so you then can drive uh, with peace of mind, knowing that you have 24-7 roadside assistance. Uh, you will not be charged for your rental car, uh, and they'll deal directly with the mechanic of your choice. Pay them directly. So you have an automobile, so you keep on with your life. Uh, you have them available to you if the automobile just needs some roadside assistance. And then, of course, if you have a covered repair, they got it. Would you like to get a protection plan? We can get you 10% off on the one that you pick. Uh, if you'll go to carshield.com and use the code Bubba, that's 10% off. You can also call 1-800-665-2157. Mention Bubba, uh, and that'll also get you uh, another 10% off on the protection plan that you pick. I've got a tiger by the tail that's playing the Update sea. on tiger. I won't be much when you get through with me. Update on Tiger Woods. Well, I'm a losing weight and I'm turning mighty pain. Everybody say it. Looks like I've got a tiger by the tail. It's a Rick and Bubba news. news update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. news update. 
It's a Rick and Bubba News. News update. It's a Rick and Bubba News. News update. Bubba, apparently Tiger Woods, a little bit of a lead foot there. Uh, he says Ooh. he's going to focus on recovery and family after cops reveal that the golfing champ uh, will receive no citation despite uh, what they now believe was a speed of 87 miles per hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. Uh, and the reason why there's no citation is nobody saw it. Uh, he was going 84 to 87 when he crashed his SUV on the 23rd of February, double the speed limit uh, of 45 or almost double. Uh, the sheriff of Los Angeles County uh, said speed is the sole cause of the near fatal, I can't believe he lived, rollover crash, says he was dazed and confused but coherent. He had no recollection of the crash. Uh, they did not seek warrants uh, for blood samples because there was no evidence of impairment to give them probable cause to do so. So uh, they're saying speed, if, speed only. If I remember correctly, and you know, it's been a day or two since this happened, didn't someone, uh, wasn't there a witness to him leaving the parking lot at the hotel they yeah, were at? Yeah, yeah. That he, mm-hmm. something had the, do- the road blocked for mm-hmm. a period of time and he got agitated with it, and yep. then when it was yeah. cleared, sped out. Yeah, right? it, was, uh, it was actually uh, somebody was <clears throat> trying to load their car with luggage or something like that and was blocking the area. And there was some, uh, I think it was direct. Director, I believe of of some some type of TV show or movie that was being shot said that he saw him and he looked. I think like it was he actually was a, blackish. Yeah, like maybe that, that blackish, grownish. That whole series, I think, it was either director or an actor. Oh, really? From yeah. that, that yeah. actually witnessed he looked, him leaving. Yeah, and looked frustrated when he left. Right. Primary casual factor for this traffic collision, according to the sheriff, was driving at a speed unsafe for the road's conditions and the inability to negotiate the curve of the roadway. That's why I crashed, going too fast. Mm-hmm. And, and Rick, the the basically this data came from the computer, you know, or the quote unquote black box on the car. Easy. Um, and they said too that when he hit the curb, he he mashed the accelerator instead of the brake. Now there was some speculation going on here on the show. We were talking about it earlier, but if he's got his foot on the gas and he loses control or doesn't see the curb and hits the curb, it's going to stop him, and he's going to move forward. So if his foot was on the gas, it probably is going to go down. You don't have time to pick it up and put it on the brake. So I could see where when he hit the curb, that caused him to push the accelerator uh, even harder because of the you know the stop coming, uh, the, the slowdown of the speed, and his momentum moving forward. But... Again, very, very lucky that that was not the last we heard of Tiger Woods. Yeah, that, that kind of speed hitting, uh, they think he, he was at, at, at as much as 75 miles an hour when he hit the tree. Yeah. So that, uh, his, his survival, I don't, maybe we're yeah. not really acknowledging mm-hmm. is. Uh, uh, it's miraculous. It, it, it really yeah. is because that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's usually the recipe for. Yeah, 75 miles yeah. to zero. Uh, mm, you know, the good. stop is, is mm. bad because that's a lot of energy and it has to go it somewhere. Is. And like in this case, your body has to absorb a lot of it. So. Right. So obviously he was, they, they thought the reason he was uh, struggling and seemed to be impaired when they got there was just from the trauma of the crash. Right. They didn't order any blood samples. I find that interesting. But um, because there is some, and, and, and the sheriff says, and I'll, I'll take his word for it because I, I don't know that it's no more complicated than driving too fast, uh, could not negotiate the roadway at that mm-hmm. speed, which is probably why it's got a lower speed limit. 
Yeah. But um, but the fact that no evidence of impairment, no, 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 I, no, I, no hitting the brakes, no anything. It's almost like, you know, it, was he was he falling asleep at the wheel or, or it's something about it feels weird. But again, I mean, look, it may just just be just as simple as reporting. I have always been a Tiger Woods uh, fan of what he does on the golf course. I, I I love watching what the man did over that career span in the golf course. But if you watch the HBO documentary on him, you will see very quickly that he has a team that can hide pretty much anything they want to hide. It is a machine. And so, yeah, could he have just been speeding, lost control of the car, just like it could happen to any of us today? Sure. But I'm not buying it after I watch the documentary at all. I think there's more to it. And simply because of his body of work, and I'm telling you guys, it is – I thought I knew everything – that one person could know about Tiger Woods. This was so enlightening from a family standpoint, his father, even his mom, his high school girlfriend, I had no idea. I mean, there are so many things that was kept from uh, the limelight. Now, when you say his team, like he has handlers. His agents, his handlers. That that part of their job is to be sure no negative press gets out. Well, yes. Keep his image. To make things go away. Right. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So what is what was um, the name of that documentary? Uh, I think it was Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is eight on HBO. Um, I think that was the name. Of it. it may um, just be Tiger, but you, sh- it's on HBO. It the is. Uh, it's alarming. James Powers, I guess the sheriff's captain, said that when they got to the car uh, and opened it up, of course he was disoriented and in shock. Sure, but there was no um, odor of alcohol. Uh, there were no sign of drugs, no medications in the car or anything. He did say that he had had a really long day the day before, um, but uh, that's to, to y'all's point on, on the warrants and and all this kind of stuff. His blood level, whatever. They just said they had no indication to to go that route. Also, they they said that there was no um, distracted driving either. I don't know if they checked his cell phone or whatever, something. I don't know. So it just looks like excessive. It speed. may be as innocent as could be. I have no idea. But it's, when you other, see other, his body other, of work. Other than the fact that you don't want to be going 87 yeah. to a 45. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a little extreme. Yeah. The, the fact he was driving like a madman <laughs> through right. a 45-mile-hour zone. And I that's mean, really not up for debate. No, no, no. it's not. Yeah. It's not. So, um, But when you see the documentary and the, the things that he's, he's on edge a little bit, when it comes to those things, you can see he would like to drive fast. Just based off the things he did going yeah. through all the, you know, the training with uh, the – um, special forces and yeah. stuff that that nobody else would do. Yeah. He probably um, doesn't have a future in NASCAR, no, uh, or or the Indy series. Yeah, you know because not able to handle the curve there at that kind of speed. Uh, so um, probably not. It's one reason they they go forty five for this area. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might can cheat a little bit, <laughs> maybe sixty. Right. Well, yeah, for real, he's 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 fortunate. And I don't know, you know, I know some of the things that he's been through that is not that are not up for debate, and I don't know his current state as a human being. But uh, he apparently is receiving a tremendous amount of opportunity to get his life right. He really uh, is. So, so even hope- more than any of us in the room think. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. If when, we, we don't even know. Yeah, I but mean, you, I, you know, Ham's the thing about it as amazing as what he has done on the course and what he has meant to golf as far as bringing fans in and viewers in. If he could have stayed clear of some of these controversies yeah. he's had, the one, you know, uh, to begin with, with his wife, and now, you know, like this, and 
a few other minor ones along the way. Uh, there's no telling what he could have done. I mean, the record, to have 15 the record, majors, he would have owned it all. To have 15 majors and 82 wins in spite of what he has gone through and yeah. continues to put himself through how is many pretty ma- remarkable. How many majors could he have had? Though? I know. I mean, he could have been sitting there, I mean, easy, 24, Yeah, I think. At least 20, for sure. We'll be back 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Hopefully you'll you'll decide to be with us. We'll get into some of the phone calls coming up uh, likely next hour. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast will be recorded today. We're going to interview Jesse Cole, the founder of Fans First Entertainment, and talk about Banana Ball and other things that uh, he has uh, been an entrepreneur in developing. Uh, so a faster paced version of baseball that we we're talking about. He'll be our guest. Uh, yesterday's Wednesday Bible study is now archived and available uh, as we continue the series Knowing God. Session 16 was yesterday and is now available for you. It is a deep discussion on the balance uh, of God's goodness and his severity uh, and what Scripture has to say about that. Uh, hopefully you'll find time for that also over the next few days. Um, all right, so a couple of uh, – we continue with updates today. Uh, you wondered – There's another one. Update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. So Deshaun Watson still still waiting for the to have his day in court and for due process to take place on the accusations against him. But in the times we're living in, apparently today Nike nor Beats uh, are going to wait on that. Uh, the accusations were enough for them. Uh, from what they've seen, and they have suspended endorsement deals with Deshaun Watson. Both Nike uh, and Beats by Dre have ended their sponsorship of Watson amid these um, allegations of assault and inappropriate behavior. Yeah, you know, we talk about due process on here as far as the legal process, but, you know, a a private business that has a contract Mm -hmm. as an endorser can pretty much do what they want to, and a lot of times just the – just the appearance of a scandal is more than what they want to deal with, so they they bug out. So uh, we we have, uh, and, and I understand that. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we have because um, they could always come back, and if he if it turns out that he is uh, exonerated, they could always go back to those deals. But um, he says that uh, Deshaun Watson says he will fully cooperate with the Houston Police Department, uh, and um, we also have uh, a group of eighteen women that have now released statements uh, through one lawyer and one law firm, I should say. Uh, and they are, um, they're all getting together on a lawsuit to demand a certain amount of money to go away. Uh, so, oh. so we'll, we'll see how that all works out. Good night. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, uh, well, I shouldn't say this. I'm trying to be good today, Rick. We're and all it, we're and, all and y'all are y'all are making it difficult. <laughs> I know, uh, right? right. So, what? Well, and we're re- we're really struggling with something that right. Just to bring you in, Rick. Right now, we're really struggling with something. Speedy and myself, secondhand mm-hmm. a little bit I mean, really. because they're doing the ceremonial 
uh, tee shots at the Augusta National, and we have never seen Jack Nicklaus struggle as much as he is. Why would you? He's know? had to have help walking to the tee box. Yeah, bless his heart. Um, and I don't. I'm so uncomfortable right now. I don't know if he's going to make it through the shot without yeah. falling down. If I'm being just. He had to. He, I don't know if that's his granddaughters that was walking out with him. And God his love him. He's got to be a hundred, and he's eighty-one. Well, he uh, looks good there. <clears throat> and that uh, looks like that, somebody we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh um, wow! It does. No, no. You know who he looks like. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. No, no, no. Even more. Even more than that. The guy yeah. that used to narrate the People's Court. Yes. Yeah. Doug Llewellyn. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Doug Llewellyn. Doug, yeah. Greg, how good, in the world did you pull know. that Wasn't name that right? out of there? Oh, how did you come <laughs> up with I love it. Uh, I think that Fred. is him, Rick. Well, my yeah. goodness, he's 81 years old. Well, I know, yeah, Rick, but, I know. but you got to understand I something. I wasn't ready for him yeah. having to hold on to his granddaughter know, walking and yeah. knowing, hey, I've got to stand. He's out of breath, and I've got to hit a hit a golf ball. His color's not great. And and guys, Lee Elder, who played in the, he was the first black man to play in the Masters. I believe it was nineteen seventy five. He appears to be having oxygen. I see no, he does. In, he order, oxygen. in order to get through what this. What about Doug Llewellyn? What's he doing? How about this? When, when do I mean, we decide, oh no, guys, when do we decide that. that these legends shouldn't be doing Thank that. you. Thank that's, you. That's, that's really Rick, my – Rick, I'm going to say if you have oxygen on while you're swinging that you might need to give this a <laughs> second look. What if it gets hung up I mean, in the club? What, if, what makes you more nervous watching these older legends try to do these ceremonial – Tee-off shots are watching well, Bubba at a pro-am tee-off. Uh, well, <laughs> I got to tell you, it's this right well, here. Bubba it is. Oxygen, and let me bring you on this, too. <laughs> My Gary, shot's ugly, but I'm not on oxygen. <laughs> so you've got Lee Elder with oxygen oh, about Elder. to about to hit the mm-hmm. uh, ceremony. I guess he's going to hit a ceremonial I shot. So. I don't know. Jack so. Nicholas, who struggled. Gary Player is 85 years yeah. old, and I think he's in better shape than well, I am. So yeah. one was naked. Did you see the way he was walking? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He jogged to the ball. Right, here we he go. Did. Billy Elder. Oh, y'all, I got second hand. I don't know what to do. <laughs> no, no, look, he, he's on oxygen, but maybe what he if, can make this shot. Yeah. Bless their heart. What, what if he world. hits the tank with the head of the club and it goes off? Oh, my gosh. Look, Jack's got a kickstand. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bro. Jack's got a kickstand <laughs> holding him up. Yeah, y'all, we need to. Somebody needs to intervene here. I know. If you've got Oxygen. I just the man has oxygen. Can on. we not just wave at the crowd? Well, you're the a Paul, legend. Right. Pollen hey, is bad. Hey, you're a legend. You you uh you you are a pioneer. I hope yes. nobody's okay. smoking close by. But but I don't know about this. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. You're right, but we, we, could, have, we I, could have a start like we've never seen. All right, he just sat back down. Does that mean he's not gonna I do hope it? not. No, no, I he mean, he, he had, had a driver in his yeah. hands. Can he give his club to somebody else and they swing for him? I wish we could just What about Doug Llewellyn? Can he swing it? I gotta Duck say Llewellyn. this. I gotta say this. All right, I haven't seen Jack in a long time. I, I haven't. Oh, you know and it. I've just been I'm taken back a little bit. I am too. I uh, was and, not and I look we're guys. all we're all gonna he, age and this age. is but, but just, Gary Player is in excellent shape. Two years. Within two naked. years, we're going to get news on. By the Jack. way, out on Gosh, the, almighty, out on the sad. out on the circuit, going doing all these men's ministry gatherings. Yeah. This one, it is amazing to watch to, to watch the difference there. in men who are anywhere from late seventies to mid eighties. Yeah. The difference when you meet one versus the other. Some men just guys, they, they, they do this great. man hitting yeah, a ball yeah. as we speak is eighty five. Guys, he is eighty five years old. I'm Jack. We haven't done what it required to be there, you know. Yeah. Don't miss, don't Jack miss Nichols? this guy hitting guys. This eighty-five Gary player is about to tee off. Here. Eighty-five years old. Hey, look, he he looks oh, fine. He looks fantastic. Yeah, he's, going, he's going first. Where yeah. does he live at? 
Because it's, it's working for him. Oh, right down there. Oh, yeah. Look at this. At 85. I got to ask a Look, question. Look, he's kicking. He just, just just Jack, Rick, I'm sorry. We team? have to stay with this to the guy on oxygen swing. Hey, just, just Jack. <laughs> I'm not sure Jack. Sure. Is he going that. down or is somebody going to put it? Oh, Uh-oh. here we go. Uh-oh. I'm so Guys, we're dying right on time. I know. I know. We're not going to make it, are we, buddy? No, no, because it's taking too long to get up there. Gosh almighty. Doug Llewellyn, he's well, he's up. doing the intro for him now, and this is going to take 10 minutes What if all the awards yeah, he's got. What if Wapner came out there and drove one? <laughs> <laughs> or Judge Judy. Yeah. <laughs> How is he going to tee the ball up? I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous about it. So well, Billy Elder's not going to hit? We well, already got no yet. Rick, they introduced them. When I tee the ball up, I have to hold my breath when I go. Oh, out. I know. <laughs> I know. Hey, but, I'm always a, I'm always uh, I'm here a, you are. Time machine. Now, you did tell uh, the people on the left, the galleries, listen, to watch I out. I am completely right. innocent of this. I told them to get out of the way, and they looked at me like a bunch of cows. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that right there, that cleared a little hole out there. Here he goes, Speedy. Oh, boy. Bless him, Lord. Bless him. Be with him right now. Oh, he's good. I like to go. Oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. Oh, what if he did that and couldn't get uh-oh. back up? Uh-oh. 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 Oh, attaboy. Okay. He went with a hind catch for approach the hardest part of the whole thing. I want to look yeah. into that. Enjoy this because this, <laughs> this is his last year. <laughs> oh, he's, he's My fear right. when yeah. Bubba tees off is that the team won't go in the first time. <laughs> Take this in, folks. Yeah, Take it in. Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour. Thank you for being with us. Much to do. Team Rick and Bubba all here and ready to go for another hour. you need to know will of meat spun yesterday so it's already happened this week but tomorrow excited uh, to be headed to cleveland tennessee field woods water uh, taking faith outdoors at first baptist church cleveland tennessee and your entire family is invited to join you guys uh, it is a ticketed event look at that information by going to uh, BurgessMinistries.com under events or at RickandBubba.com under events. Both of them will give you the information you need to get tickets. Go the same place for April 22nd. Uh, I'll be there for, for Man Church at First Baptist Church Opelika. Charles Billingsley and his full band in concert as well. Uh, it is a ticket event. Uh, you can get those tickets. Only five bucks at the link we have uh, right there at RickandBubba.com under events. Welcome back. For a brand new hour, there's Bill Bubba Bussey. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. Thank all of you for sharing a few moments each and every day with the Rick and Bubba Show. All right, so we got some things we need to update for you, and one of them is Joe Biden. Where did President he go? Joe well, this is always, you know, this is um, everybody's buddy Joe, you know, the pride of Scranton, Pennsylvania. And uh, now I got to warn you, I got to warn you, if you're, if you're sensitive to any kind of, of words uh, that, that may be limited, uh, you know, like say, hey, I don't like to hear somebody say this. Uh, I want you to know that the president's going to get a little bit dicey. He's mad. He's mad. Now, of course, you want to whip somebody's A? Team, team Rick and Bubba. 
<laughs> team, team Rick and Bubba are going to uncomfortably point out that uh, some of the things we were saying on the phone yesterday would solve this problem that the president just seems to be so sick and tired of. Yeah. They, I mean, I'm talking about he is sick and tired of, of this when it comes to the way we do taxes. Uh, of course, uh, the things that we would, uh, you know, uh, say would solve it, he would immediately say we were we, we yeah. didn't care about people and everybody no win. Yeah, they're sick and tired of it, except joy. to the point to fix it. Right. So remember, here is a, another politician that they're and they're masters of this, especially if you've been in it for over forty years and haven't had a real job. Uh, then you you always you you know how to get out there and tell the people you're sick and tired of things that are happening to them and then do nothing about it. Uh, or refuse to do what would actually fix it. So here is the president, uh, and uh, and he gets uh, he gets upset uh, uh, about uh, the way we do taxes around here. Here we go. By the way, I didn't hear any of our friends who were criticizing this plan say that the corporate tax cut, which added two trillion dollars of the debt, the Trump tax cut, two trillion, one point nine trillion dollars in debt, wasn't paid for. The vast majority of which went to the top 1% of the wage earners. Not true. I didn't hear anybody hollering in this recovery, the so-called before I became president, this K-shaped recovery, where billionaires made $300 billion more during this period. Where's the outrage there? I'm not trying to punish anybody, but damn it. Maybe it's because I come from a middle-class neighborhood. Here we go. I'm sick and tired mm-hmm. of ordinary people being fleeced. Um, hey, Joe. I, when when, when was the last time something? you lived in a middle-class neighborhood? When? <laughs> when was the last time you have any idea what yeah. middle-class people Most middle-class people are not getting cuts from the Chinese. No. Rick, here, here's <laughs> the thing. I want to point this out, and this is something I've seen universal over the years that is just absolutely a lie. A tax cut does not increase the debt. No, it doesn't. Spending increases the debt. Yes. They're saying, they're basically saying, well, if you're going to cut this tax we're bringing in, the money we're spending is going to create more debt. Mm -hmm. That is true. The tax cut does not increase the debt. No, it doesn't. You spending money increases the debt. That is a lie. They are playing you when they say that. And you need to call them out on it because mm-hmm. it's just not true. No. And, and him saying that somehow him going up on the corporate tax rate is going to help middle-class Americans? Now, Rick, he said that that, it, that's he outrageous. Said, he said that that's the how tax they get cuts help the top 1%. That is not true. That's not true. A corporate tax cut helps corporations. It helps corporations who hire people. Right. That doesn't go automatically – to the top 1% or the guy running the corporation. It goes to the entire business. They're just playing class warfare, and they're not being honest. They're not being honest. He just says anything. We know that. They used to say Trump would say anything. This guy said, this guy, I don't know what he knows. Who knows? Who knows? Well, that's not true. It's not true, and it's not fair to say that. That's not accurate. If he raises the the takes the corporate tax rate and takes us back to the highest one in the world is what he wants to do. And thankfully, there's a few Democrats that realize how how outrageous this is. Thank you, Joe Manchin in West Virginia. Yeah, it, it, all that's going to do is increase the cost of everything and have fewer jobs and fewer jobs for those who need it. See, you got to understand if you've been a politician for over forty years. 
and, and, and every time you need to, you can harken back to some homespun story from Scranton's middle-class neighborhood, which I promise, I promise you if we looked into that, it, 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 most of this he's saying is completely made up. But when was the last time that he lived in the world of the middle class of our country? When, when was the last time he was there? Rick, he hasn't because he hasn't had a real job. And he's lived off the public trough. And so to that point, and like you said the other day, you know, there was a there was a whole story about uh, what what he had done with the thirteen million dollars that he had made. Where does he get thirteen million? How did they do that? Yeah, if he worked mm-hmm. in the Senate, how did he make thirteen million dollars? Right. So, has I'll, anybody run the numbers on that? I know the reporters are obsessed with asking him about his dog and everything else, as opposed to real questions. Yeah. going on. I mean, uh, that's all we heard before about uh, things the president said a lot. This guy, he he can't get a fact right to save his life. Unless a press conference has happened also since yesterday, we we can't even get Kamala Harris, the vice president, to hold a press conference on the state of the border when she was given that responsibility. We've heard nothing. So they don't like to talk about things that make them uncomfortable because they just like to say these same things. Listen. To Bubba's point, if you have been on the on the government trough for over forty years, then you have forgotten where jobs come from. You don't have any idea. He's never had to make a payroll. He's never had to make payroll tax. He's never had to pay a power bill. He's never had to worry about the cost of goods going up, how it's going to affect the bottom line. And look, let's just let's just play some more simple math here. If I'm a corporation and I sell widgets, you know, the great widget example, oh, yeah. and let's say it takes me $100 to build a widget, and I sell it for $200, okay, so I've made $100 profit. Well, everything that it costs me to run that business comes out of that $100. I have to pay payroll. I have to pay for my building. I have to pay power. I have to do this. I have to pay corporate income tax. So when it all filters out, the corporation really didn't make a hundred percent profit. It, you know, hopefully it made twenty-five or twenty percent or something. You know that they have left. But here's the thing: so now that corporation has to pay a higher corporate tax. Well, guess what? They go well. We can't sell widgets for two hundred anymore. Now we got to sell them for two twenty-five to cover the corporate tax. That's how business works. Or and or, guess and guess who ends up paying it? Me, who's buying the widget that just went up. Or back to the jobs. If I don't think that the market will bear that price, then I got to cut my overhead. That's right. That's you know, right. I have to get rid of workers. So I, I'm, I'm gonna pay for it somehow, and it's not gonna be writing an extra check. So it's workers gonna be, get I'm gonna, fired. I'm gonna increase my calls. Yeah. Uh, on, of the product, mm-hmm. or I'm going to reduce my overhead. One of those two is going to happen. So when he says the middle class, he's tired of them, and he says some dramatic word, you know, that he's tired of the middle class being fleeced, but the policies that he hopes will be implemented in this country will, will fleece be, you more. Will fleece you. Yeah. And, and don't you uh, got to understand people, that. The people who, who make it to the presidency have to be smarter than what they appear to be. I mean, it's just well, it's they, just may scary. they may be devious. They may be devious. Well, or yeah, they're idiots. Or they, the other. they either are stupid or they know exactly what they're doing, <laughs> and they're yeah, devious. That's probably the case. <laughs> Rick, here's the thing. You can, and what did he say before he said this? He pointed out that there are some American companies, and I don't know what he said, top 10 or 15, that don't pay any tax at all. Well, then solve that. So, so, But here, follow this out too, guys. All of you out there, don't trust me. Research it for yourself. If Amazon is paying zero tax, you can make the rate 90%. They're still paying zero tax. Correct. Because of the loopholes. Right. You got to Do it. away with that. Go to some form of flat tax where everybody's the same. Look, 
I don't like taxes, but Amazon ought to be paying too, sure. just like we do, just like you po- folks that are out there listening do, just like everybody else does. Amazon is dominating retail sales. They're running people out of business, and they pay zero tax. That is the problem, not jacking up the guy who's running a grass-cutting business to, to the highest corporate rate in America. I mean, in the world. That's ridiculous. Well, y'all, once again, I mean, it's just absurd how ridiculous this is. Yeah. I, and I'm not that smart, and I see this. Don't y'all see this, too? So either, either you lack... The intelligence, or you're just deviant. It's yeah. one or the other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back 22 minutes now past the hour. Lines are open at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Next segment or so, we'll take phone calls and find out what is on your mind today. Making comments, asking questions, bringing information to the table. You know how the phone troll works. If you're a veteran, if you're a rookie, uh, we open up the lines. Uh, 30 seconds a pop. At the end of 30 seconds, uh, the, the buzzer sounds. If they don't get a timeout from uh, Bubba or Helms, then uh, they only have one apiece. Then we keep on moving. So we have 10 lines on our sample, something unique to the broadcast plaza and teleport, meaning a bigger sample of people. And then we establish the troll. So we can move through that uh, sample of people a little quicker. Randy is standing by in Tennessee. Randy, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, friends. For 26 years, hope you guys are doing good today. Thank you, Randy. Appreciate your support of our show. (laughs) Yes, sir. Hey, I just want to follow up on the Chauvin trial case that you talked about yesterday. And the news media, what a shocker, is not doing their job. But there's a very high chance he is going to get be found acquitted um, on these charges. Now, what do you base that on? Well, the prosecution has not been doing their job uh, like they needed to be doing. They have done nothing but create reasonable doubt where this. Uh... <sighs> Maybe we're watching excerpts from two different trials. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it that way. I thought there were some things that people were talking about that if those things turned out to be true, it might lead to an acquittal. That was overcharging, and then they fixed that, and they mm-hmm. allowed them to be able to, right. to to charge on more than one thing. The other concern was the toxology report. Uh, you know, uh, would it indicate that he could have died just from the drugs? Right. So we now have an emergency room doctor that says suffocation killed him, and we have a chief of police. If I'm saying the title right, was the chief yeah. of police yeah. that said, "Yes, we use this procedure to get someone under control." But once someone is handcuffed on their stomach behind their back, then there's no longer a reason to do that. So what he did was not protocol. Yeah, he he absolutely said he broke broke their training to do that. And I think uh, I think the the chief of police was very damning evidence. And I think the uh, the nine one one operator that was watching all this mm-hmm. unfold right. on a camera that was right across the street thought that he was uh, staying on top of him too long and at one point thought the camera must have frozen up and reported it to his supervisor that something was going terribly wrong with this because of the amount of time he was staying on top of him. So I think those two alone uh, are going to be enough to get a conviction. Right, and we could be wrong. Stranger things have happened, and Randy, you may be right, but I just when I saw the things that Bubba just confirmed that he saw too, I kind of thought, some of the major concerns had had been 
addressed. Right. Uh, I'm talking about for acquittal. Yeah, and um, and, and I don't know if uh, if if the police officer holding him down that long was the sole cause of his death. He he obviously had some drug issues. Uh, I, I don't I don't know, but. Uh, you you can't look. The, the police have an incredibly difficult job. I mean, I, I just can't imagine what these guys go through day in day out. But with that being said, they can't be jury and executioner. Just can't be. Right. And and from the very beginning, I thought the statement was made, and I hope we hear it and apply it. Law enforcement is not on trial. Right. I know. I know people try to make it that. Derek Chauvin, 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 whatever his last name is, that's who's on trial. And we need to remember that. Um, let's go to Jody in Pleasant Valley. Jody, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, Dr. Busby. Hey, are you the uh, are you stocked up on ketchup while this ketchup shortage is going on right well, now? Well, I am mean, I'm, I'm well aware of that. I'm well aware of that. And I have uh, discussed it with our procure, procurement officer. Uh, that uh, we try to uh, locate a few extra bottles. Just, 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 just in case. Just in case. Right. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I think he's ready. To Sarah Birmingham, ZZK. Sarah, go ahead. Hey, I just uh, last night heard again uh, the New York taxi rides for you guys and uh, when you visited New York, and it got me to thinking of the taxis that I rode in Germany, and I thought it would be great for you and Bubba to be Germans and taxi driving taxi cars in uh <laughs> now, are, are you talking about when we were in uh, new jersey that one uh oh well that was one of them and then i think one was when uh rick was in new york oh yes yeah yeah oh, yeah. yeah i remember that one too you will not be giving me instructions on what it's on i guess if you're an autobahn driver you you know you let mm-hmm. it eat out there there is no speed limit <laughs> it's the autobahn thing still is that still accurate that it has no speed limit on it? For the last I heard, yes. Because somebody called one day and they've driven on it. I mean, right. not that long. Well, I mean, Rick, is that Rick, still the, probably years ago? But you, you, you know what I'm saying. Though. Right. You know how everything changes. Is that right. still the case? Yeah, but I have no timeline anymore. <laughs> that could have been five years ago. A couple of months hey, I ago. I think that's two weeks ago. <laughs> how about a highway with no speed limit? Let her go. Yeah. There is no limit. Tiger Woods could not drive here. <laughs> King. <laughs> King in Birmingham. Hey, King. Morning, guys. How are y'all? Yeah, a lot, a lot of pressure with that name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, hey, I, Ozzy Osbourne has a uh, reality show where he and his son drive across the country, stopping in interesting places. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys were aware. Yeah, of that, yeah. I've actually seen stopped. episodes of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think Speedy okay, saw well, him at Oak Mountain. Yeah. Have y'all seen that? They were last week's episode or the week four was they were stopped Alabama and stopped at Oak Mountain and Sauce Furnace and. Uh, space camp up. Yeah. yeah, Speedy actually did a paddle boat with him out of Oak Mountain. <laughs> right. uh, no, no, I, I saw. I thought I heard somebody hollering, Sharon! You need a paddle. I was. Uh, I saw the part where he and his son were at space camp, uh, just uh, flipping by, and I stopped because I saw Ozzy in, a, in, in, in the blue space suit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, you have to stop. Yeah. Look at that. Sure. And, uh, but I did not see the part where he went to Sloss Furnace in, in Oak Mountain. That part I didn't see. That. Uh, the only part I saw was him at space camp in Huntsville, but yes, I knew that they were here. Yeah, uh, let's go to um, let's go to Matt and Coleman. Matt, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey guys, I got back from Germany. I lived there for about two years. And I got back about a year ago, and the autobahn now has sections where is there is absolutely no speed limit, 
But they also have sections where they will open and close the speed limits based on time of day, traffic, and weather. Okay, but there are still spaces on the Autobahn that you can go as fast as you want to. As fast as you want to go and as fast as your car will go. How about that? Man. I bet they have some horrific crash. And I bet there's still some idiot in the left lane. <laughs> yeah. Yes! <laughs> I think you can get in trouble for that. <laughs> we should have asked you. I, I wish we had some little... I like that flexible speed, though. Couldn't we do that? Yeah, I like that, too. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thank you for being with us. Those of you that uh, mark your week by the will of meat, uh, will of meat spun yesterday, so it has passed for the week. Back next week, uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Record that today. Back out this weekend, we talked to Jesse Jesse Cole, founder of Fans First Entertainment and owner of the Savannah, Savannah Bananas. And we'll talk about Banana Ball, a new quick-paced version of baseball. And we'll talk to that creator uh, for RBU, yesterday's Wednesday Bible study, also now archived for you. Uh, I love this email that we got concerning Relief Factor from Reed in South Carolina. Uh, He said, my knees were shot from old sports surgeries and working on concrete floors for years. The pain was terrible. Uh, After just a week or two of taking Relief Factor, I could tell a difference. Not totally gone, but the pain level was reduced enough to make a noticeable difference. Now, after two weeks, my pain was almost totally gone. Uh, Also, a side benefit was the pain in my feet due to sensitive nerves had subsided almost 100%. There was a tingling, painful shooting sensation, but it's now practically gone. Uh, So we've been talking about relief factor. Here's Reed. He says, look, I tried it. I could tell a difference after a couple of of weeks, then – Started getting between two weeks and three weeks, a big difference. And if you'd like to find out if this is going to work for you, it's all natural. Uh, four botanicals uh, in, in a little a little power pack. Uh, you take it twice a day for normal. If you got something bothering you, you go to three times a day. We can get you a three-week supply for nineteen ninety-five to find out if it's going to work for you. Uh, you can find that by going to relieffactor.com, or you also can just go to rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button, and you can find it there too. Uh, and let's get an email from you. See how it's working. Bubba, here is someone that says – uh, and this is dealing with the Mercedes plant in our state of Alabama, where we all live. I work with Germans, and the Autobahn is still, as we got from the caller, still no speed limit. Two weeks ago, one of my German clients that was here in the States mm-hmm. for Mercedes uh, got stopped going 105 miles an hour uh, on uh, one of the highways here near where we live. Uh, and, 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 and our German client will be going to court soon. So he what he thought I uh, twenty was the Audubon. Uh, to be honest, it was actually four fifty nine. Well, uh, he but, thought four fifty nine yeah, was Audubon. Yeah, he well, it's just saying coming from Germany and it's now hard to hard to slow her down yeah, and moving here. And this person works with you know, hey, you're from Germany, you're now right. moving to the United States. We help right. you acclimate, find schools, find neighborhoods, right? Uh, and but they said the little little little, little heavy on the on the gas one oh five. Rick, it is funny the different cultures, how we, yeah. uh, you know, even still being Western European, right. uh, that, that, you know, the culture can be that different from, say, German to, you know, America. Oh, yes. Because I, I was telling, it's funny you even brought that up. I was telling my daughter this weekend about kids I went with, uh, went to school with in high school. Of course, we had a military base close by, so we had a lot of kids 
come there who were had parents that were in the military, and then the the other spouse was German, mm-hmm. and um, so you know they had dual passports and all this stuff, and uh, they would come here, and Rick, they were outraged, absolutely could not believe that they did not offer beer for lunch, mm-hmm. that yeah. they could not get a Heineken and drink uh, during the school lunch. Yeah, in all fairness, and said in Germany they it was standard. Everybody drank a Heineken for lunch, like we would drink a Coca Cola. Yeah, well, I told them in all fairness, it doesn't go that well with instant mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Out of an ice cream scooper <laughs> with a little gravy. I that. mean, they they at one point they were you know they were going to walk out and protest. And and right. I, I remember our principal going, "It's not our rule. You have to be twenty one here to drink," mm-hmm. yeah. and could not believe it. Yeah, yeah, they, we, we had uh, some exchange students that, that ended up at our high school because we weren't as close to the fort as you guys were, but still, no, actually closer, weren't we? Yeah, yeah we were actually probably. closer to the fort. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah, and that was, that was another bone of contention. It was the, the, they just kept asking, where in the cafeteria yeah. is the beer? It, where's the Heineken? It, right, and, and we were like, well, it's not, not here. You're, 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 <laughs> you're, 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 you're not going to be here. You're not going to find that, uh, and I don't think you're going to like it with those instant mashed potatoes anyway yeah. i mean i remember one saying how do you eat right <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. well we you know you know just think about the shift it was for them because in those days in a cafeteria now yeah. i remember later in my high school deal they did start offering tea but used to it was white milk or chocolate milk that was your two choices to drink that was it. Special order water. You couldn't find a water. You couldn't find a water <laughs> yeah, we anywhere. You had to ask for it. You had to ask for if it. Somebody had and walked, it wasn't bottled yeah. either, by the well, way. Well, James Gregory's talked about this. If you, somebody had walked in to us and said, what do you think about bottled water? I'm, we'd be like, bottled water? Why don't you, we want to bottle it? Why would you put water in a bottle? What are you talking about? <laughs> we got a Go get it out of the faucet there. or yeah. over there at the water. The, or the hose pipe. The, or the drinking <laughs> fountain they've got in the hall. That's right. That's right. Well, what do you mean bottled water? How, and how much you want for a bottle? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Have you, have you priced out what bottled water would be a gallon? Well, let me tell you. When we complain about gas. The day, the day that James Gregory said a gallon of bottled water at the price per bottle is more than a gallon of gasoline. Yeah, that's funny. Mm. That's uh. Yeah, I mean, and 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 our our dads and granddads would just be like, you, we, "What? What do you? Have you lost? You know, your we mind? we yeah. forget how much things have changed, right? Over just the life of the show. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, yeah, it's crazy. And I remember our our cafeteria for years had a jukebox in it, so you could go over and put put you know, really. Play See, we didn't have. Oh that. yeah, we had a jukebox. Oh, really? Well, we didn't oh, have that. there's so you walking out with that tray and you'd have it. You know, of course now, if you would have taken what they call Western steak and gravy and put it in front of a cow, <laughs> he wouldn't be offended. <laughs> you, you, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. But well, we, walk, we had mystery meat. When you you're know, walking out with Western steak and gravy, uh, <laughs> instant mashed potatoes with, that were taken out with the ice cream scooper, and then and then had the the, the, the swimming pool of gravy, and then, you know you had you had the peanut butter cookie, yeah. And, and, and then every now and then, I guess they would do something to try to make themselves feel better. One of the worst things I'd ever seen something called carrot salad. Oh and, my god! And when you and they put raisins on top of oh, carrots great. and mayonnaise, you remember that terrible thing. Yeah, I, it, it must it must have been universal in lunch. Right? Yeah, and then you walk out to the sound to play that funky music. It just there was something special about it. Uh, we we didn't even have that that option. Yeah, well, we were suffering. All right, so Todd <laughs> says if you do wreck on the autobahn, it, it's treated differently. Uh, so Todd, what 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 are you saying? 
I got, yeah, I was stationed in Kaiser Slaughter as an MP, and I worked uh, dual with a Polizei. And if you wreck, you now there are certain parts of the Audubon that do have speed limits, like say you're going through the junction uh, on 65. Right. When you come into these certain uh, concerns um, in Germany, you have to slow down a little bit, but like once you get past there, like all the way to Montgomery, it's wide open. It's, it's that kind of analogy. But if you wrecked, you had to pay for the ambulance that came out, the mm. police that came out, or the German police out that came out. You had to play if you damaged the autobahn, like you tore up some concrete. You had to pay for that. <laughs> it came out your pocket. That's how they uh, kept it uh, funded. Okay. I heard they've actually banned Tiger Woods from even going there. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah, he can't drive at all. <laughs> he, all right. he can't have him out there. Uh, Mike, Mike, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead, uh, you're on. Hi, hi, Rick and Bubba. Hey, buddy. Uh, I was a driver for General Haig in Germany and from 1975 to 78. And on the Autobahn, when, you, when you're coming off an on-ramp, it would have like a 55 kilometer per hour. And then once you hit the Autobahn, there'd be a slash through that, which meant end of the speed zone. Mm. And you could, you could go as fast as you could go. Yeah, baby. And, and these uh, Moto Guzzi motorcycles and BMWs, they would fly by you like, like a coming off like a, a a rubber band. Could not find an analogy, could you? Rubber band. Yeah, okay. I, maybe like shot out of a cannon. So let, let, uh, let me, let me yeah. get, uh, let, how was uh, how how was General Haig? Oh, uh, he, he was he was excellent. He, he arrogant, but uh, sure. whenever he'd come into uh, Frankfurt uh, by helicopter, or whatever, he'd have to have a full uh, entourage. Yeah. And uh, he was so he was kind of arrogant like that, but he was a good good commander. He was the Allied commander in chief at the time, mm-hmm. and so he he was really really something. He's like the president of the United States over there, really. Well, here's what I would like to know from Germany. Of course, it's hard to get information out of Germany <laughs> when you know I'm living in Alabama here in the United States. But <laughs> I wonder: is there been any studies done? Are there more crashes? On the autobahn, yeah. than than open highways that have speed limits has has the no okay. speed limit been more dangerous or has it had any impact whatsoever? Okay, here one one deal is when you said something about driving in the left lane. <laughs> uh, on the autobahn, you can't use a horn. You use your lights. You flick your lights because a horn is a distraction. And when you're flying at a hundred plus mile an hour, you can't be having a bunch of horns going on. So they they flick their lights. And they flick them from a way back so you can get over because in that left lane, that is the fast lane. That is, you're flying. Mm-hmm. Well, and, uh, and then on the Autobahn, there's like four or five lanes per side. Yeah. And then you have like, your metal strip that goes, you know, that separates the other traffic going the other direction. You have the same amount of lanes. And on the, the curves, they're almost banked. So you can almost let go of your wheel, and it'll it'll go right on around. It's quite amazing. I mean, do they have more wrecks? Yeah, yeah but how does the wrecks? I mean, obviously they they still have it, so it's not uh, to the point they need to change it. But hadn't I mean, surely there's studies been done to say that this is still safe or it's not safe or more safe. How does it compare to safe. U.S. interstates? All that stuff. Well. When I got, you mentioned something earlier, that's why I called in. When I got back uh, from Germany after spending a full tour over there, I went. I got over there when I was 17, came back and I was 20. 
Yeah. I got busted three times on the interstates here for speeding. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't keep my foot yeah, off. That's the what. Gas. Yeah, we just got a text about that. Yeah, we just got a text about that. Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying, because I, from my experience, and again, it's when people won't go the speed limit, then people start making moves to get around them. Or somebody slowing up the left lane is when they see wrecks. I've seen more wrecks. Now, I'm not talking about distracted driving. That's different. But someone who is not distracted that is going faster and keeping the traffic moving, it feels more safe than all these people trying to maneuver Rick around slow Bubba, cars. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pat's Nine the minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG's our number. Thanks for being with us. As we make our way back... Uh, let's go to the phones. They're all full now and continue to chat, and then we'll get some other topics coming up. Christy is out of the great state of Alabama. Christy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good, great, good. Great. What's on your mind? Okay, so my child is in a public school. Um, it's a city school in lower Alabama here in Enterprise, and um, the mask mandate is going to be lifted on Friday. However, the city has decided that they're going to, you know, require the kids to wear masks yep, uh, through yep. the end of the year. Yep. We'll get it. Yep. So here's the deal. Now, remember, first and second grade don't have to wear masks, okay? Right. They are starting to make the children that forget <laughs> their masks. They have to do five push-ups when they walk into the door before they can get a mask. Hmm. I actually like that. Um, is yeah. it just me or is that weird? <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. From a discipline standpoint, I don't have a problem with it. From a science standpoint, if you need to be wearing masks, making you do push-ups is blowing out germs and you don't have a mask on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind right. people getting a reminder, but the science of all that doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, I, I'm good. And then they're on Facebook posting pictures of teachers and kids all over Facebook of not wearing their mask in class. So they're going to say you got to do five push-ups to get one if you forget it. Yeah, I don't know. At least we're going into something in our state tomorrow. At least we're going to people can can make choices, private businesses and and school systems can make their choices. And then we, as the the people now, if your kid's in a school, you don't have a choice. you got to abide by the school's rules, but you have to do that anyway, no matter, Mm -hmm. you know, on all dress codes and all other things. So that's kind of normal. But I've already said I, I got information from a, from a business that said we're going to continue to require masks, to which I said, and I will not be returning. Uh, so, I, so we can make the decision uh, on, uh, on whether we want to go somewhere that's going to continue to require masks, um, and we can make our own choice. And they, they can make their choice, and then we, the consumer, can make our choice. If you're a small business and you're not going to require people to wear a mask, I would take out a radio schedule and let them know right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, get on the Rick and, and, and Bubba get, show. And schedule extra people to handle the crowd. Right. So if, if you go away from the mask, you're going to have a lot more business. Um, because but if you're looking and, for and mask consistency, it's fine. not there. It's not there. No, not at all. Of course not. Speedy. There's, there's no. The restaurant thing has been one of the dumbest things I think I've ever seen. <clears throat> I wear a mask to walk in, and I and I walk to my table and then take my mask off, where I then begin to talk and eat. I mean, it was, it's lunacy. Yeah. I mean, it, it, well, tell me this: where in the world is the science to say that the state has said it's okay not to wear one, but now the school systems are saying that they have to have it. Then there's some. All the science has been done by the the state health officer, and they're they're dropping it. So, 
I'd like, on the disciplinarian standpoint, I'd like to propose something here in the studio because I've noticed something over the last month that we've gotten lax about. Yeah. If you're the last person in the door over here, you close it. And we've, I'm, if you just saw Bubba get up during the middle of the segment and close that door, it's because someone left it open. I would say if you're the last person in here, and you do not close that door, yep. and you interrupt, someone has to get up and go shut the door, then whoever was the last one has to do five push-ups before they come back and sit down after they've closed the door. That's good. I'm li- I like yeah. that. Yeah, I nearly spilled my drink trying to close it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, I have to close it yeah. because I've, I've been the person sitting here trying to do a show when yeah, it's not. I know. Oh, yeah. Ham's, it's tough. Ham's five whole push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can start on your knees or up against the counter. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's go to Shane in what Alabama. What if you get in the floor and can't get back up? <laughs> Shane, I mean, go ahead. Just, you're there for you the whole segment. That. You have to sit hey, there. guys. Out. Hey, buddy. Hey, listen, I was uh, stationed over in Germany, and one of the things I can tell you is that uh, the re- I would say that there's less accidents on the Autobahn because of the pure fact that there's not as many drivers. Like when you're 16 – you can go out and get your restrictors, or excuse me, 15, get your restrictors, and you get your driver's license at 16. Over there, you have to enter into a school to get your driver's license, and it's, it's very expensive. And then on top of that, the vehicle inspections are is very – you can't just, you know, get a hunk of junk, throw it up on the road, and drive it. you got to go and get it inspected, and it's very hard, and at the same time, it's very expensive. And then their train system is just so good over there, you can set your watch to it and – you know, so a lot of people just take the trains cheaper. Yeah, not as many cars. I got you. Uh, let's go to Bobby in West Virginia and a little more stringent in the training for driving. <clears throat> don't like the automobile inspections, though. I don't want to live in an overreaching government like that. I'm, I'm tired of having to go to another place to get this, another place to get that. Got to get this. Got to get that. Mm-hmm. Got to get that certified. Got to get that check. Got to pay that tax. Got to pay that fine. Got to pay that uh, that fee. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I need less of that in my life, not more. Bobby in West Virginia. Bobby, go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, uh, relationship to this uh, Major League Baseball moving this uh, all-star game, a couple questions. Uh, do you think or is there any talk at the Atlanta Braves or their stadium, the vendors, even the businesses around there maybe uh, have some damages due from Major League Baseball? Might we even say reparations due? And then secondly, is this leading to a future event contracts having a like a culture cancel culture cause in them i'll hang up with yeah it's a, it's a good question today we have a follow-up story and major league baseball seems to be making it more clear that stacy abrams uh is where the pressure came from so if you're going to miss that 100 million dollar impact by from the all-star game being atlanta looks like you can draw that line back to back to states but wasn't it yesterday that she was kind of uh, walking back from that, mm-hmm. going, you know, yeah, this mm-hmm. is wrong on the voting, but we, we don't need to, to take the game out. But the commissioner says she was the driving force. Correct. So I, I don't know what the story is. Uh, or, you know, I think Major League Baseball, to be totally, uh, you know, consistent with this, and I don't know, Rick, if you've seen the stories, but I got one word for you, Heflin Braves. The Heflin Braves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm gonna tell you it's what. Not bad. Probably not the best day for that one, but I. Yeah. But you know what? You know what? The. Uh, but but uh, but but, but you... <laughs> What about the oh, Randburn Braves? Well, I think you're gonna. Go, I think you need to come <laughs> on to a larger market, yeah. Cleveland County. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Oxford Braves, just come on down yeah, that way. Yeah, yeah. If you do that, Pale City's want to well, get in o- on it. Oxford's got a nicer state. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> all the way around. Wow, the facility. 
But it's good to have plenty of money. Isn't it? Didn't, didn't you tell me that, like, and you know, we're having a son that played that there's actually a college team that wish they were still playing there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we and kinda, they got a nice play. Yeah, we kind of liked when we were under construction. We got to play there. We kind of liked it. <laughs> your dad liked it. Didn't we? He did. Yeah. He said the bathroom situation was better. <laughs> <laughs> Now, granted, you don't know who you're going to run in in there, yeah. but uh, it's nice. The Oxford Braves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It was 1994 and radio was such a bore Every station that you heard sounded so lame Then came two good old boys Breaking through that static noise And my radio ain't never been the same It's a very funny thing How they make us laugh and sing I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong Man, there just ain't no other From Alabama to the world Still going strong Man, I love to sing that Rick and Bubba song Seven minutes past uh, the hour of the Rick and Bubba show Thank you for being with us uh, Much to discuss as we go forward on the program and you can be part of it. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler are all here. Uh, and we welcome back for a brand new hour, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. And Rick, we have some very, very special guests with us this hour. Yeah, we did. We're also following up. Uh, we'll wrap up the Audubon. Bubba's got some research. It does look like that our theory may be correct. Uh, all indications are uh, the Audubon is safer uh, than the way we approach uh, our, uh, our our speeds and all that here in America. Yeah, this uh, this was a study done by the uh, the uh, Federal Highway Research Institute, and it says uh, that the Audubon is safer uh, for as deaths per billion miles traveled than the American interstate system. And then they go into why is it? Yeah, safe. and the speed and they they do not let people stay in the passing lane right you 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 they actually enforce that as a, it, we don't do a good job at that at all if you'd like to see a few speed trap places actually talk do something with the people that drive under the minimum speed and get out and cause the issues it, in the it's left heavily lane. fined if you are caught blocking the left lane their training uh, and before you can drive is superior yeah you have to you have to prove you you have the skills to do that and they have vehicle inspections Rick so you can't get on the Audubon with some hoopty right so you anyway. got, you got to have a car that'll 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 do it all right, so uh, so that's the update. It doesn't like it is safer. All right, so going back, uh, makes me want to go a drive through the German countryside, doesn't it? You, it, it was <laughs> just yesterday. I found myself in a, it. Really does in a strange situation involving the guests that we have here, uh, and they've appeared on the show uh, several times over the last, uh, um, you know, I guess what decade or more of the yep. show, maybe even longer. So I, I, we're, we're, you know, we're doing the thing with, uh, you know, and we've rolled out the manchurch.com and this men's discipleship strategy. And I got an email from a church that says, Could, we'd like to talk to you about it. And they found out about it uh, from, strangely enough, on Focus on the Family. 
Uh, they said we asked about, is there anything going on with men's ministry? And, and they sent us your information. So I, I, I contacted, we set up a call time yesterday, and the guy was from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And we, we got to talking about, uh, you know, the men's discipleship strategy. And he says, you know, uh, since I've uh, researched themanchurch.com, I've also found your radio show. And I said, yeah. I said, well, how about that? He goes, well, how about that? <laughs> he said, uh, he said, I'm actually uh, starting to listen to that and to enjoy. He said, uh, so you guys are out of Alabama. And I said, yes, sir, we are. And I said, let me tell you a little story. I said, uh, we actually have a family that makes a pilgrimage to Alabama from your state of Michigan just to come and see the show back when that was we, we were doing that, and we'll, we'll try to start that back uh, this summer, we hope. Uh, and I said, as a matter of fact, I believe their annual pilgrimage has, is happening tomorrow, and we actually will say hello to them on the show and have them on as guests and we always asked what it was like to travel to Alabama, and he and there was a pause. He said, "Now what?" And I said, <laughs> "There's people from Michigan that travel mm-hmm. to Alabama to come and see the guys on the show every year because and, and but, we have an affiliate there." Yeah, yeah, and well, we did. I don't think we do anymore. Do we still have an affiliate in Michigan? I, there might be one way up north. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know that we do anymore. We still have it on our list. Let right. me put it that way. I, I'm not sure that's accurate. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, so anyway, he he couldn't believe what I was saying. He was like, "They come to Alabama," mm-hmm. and I said, "Yes, they do." And he said, "And this was a quote." Well, how about that? Yeah. And and I said, as a matter of fact, I think tomorrow they're they're coming back. It was weird that I ended up talking to yeah, it was. a church what a in Michigan crazy timing yesterday. I mean, yeah. this happened yesterday. I can give you the time. He called at four oh five p.m. <laughs> Central Time. Uh, but anyway, so those of you that don't don't know this story, say hello to Erica Scudder uh, and also her mom Amy uh, uh, Zertsky. Is that right? Yeah, Zertsky. And and you guys. It's like thirsty with a Z, right? You you guys have traveled again to spend time in our home state, and our home state can be thankful for your visits because of the show. Yes, and and you and and, and so you've had some experiences in the past uh, involving Airbnb and various motels and hotels. Uh, for some reason, I wanted to say Holiday Inn right then because of the song, <laughs> yeah. but um, so. Anything happened to you guys this time? Um, well, we didn't think so. We thought we were safe this time. It was um, a Red Roof Inn that we had booked, and Mom said that it got good reviews, mm. and apparently it did get good reviews, but when we got there, we met some interesting characters along the way. They don't have a column for interesting characters, do they, yeah. when they rate places? Yeah. You know, it's okay to check with us on, <laughs> on like, where should we stay you know, the we, inside was fine. Yeah, the inside of the sure, room was fine. Yes. It was clean. Yeah, the um, it was remodeled not too long ago. Mm, did you did you notice when you got there maybe the part of town it was in or? Well, yes, it was in a fine part of town. Okay, yeah, yeah, I no. don't know if these people were living somewhere around there or just perhaps sleeping. living there. So, <laughs> so were they in the parking lot or something? Or what, yes. What what, what 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 can you give us more details on that? Well, we got greeted by a man who, he just kept saying howdy to us, and every time we walked by, it was just howdy. <laughs> and he, he would just say what? Um, I stopped saying anything at all. Yeah, and he would say but, what? Uh, he, he just said howdy. Howdy. Like, howdy. Yeah, just yeah. howdy. Right. And then he tried to strike up a conversation, but we tried to just 
get back to our room. I kept trying to push her in the car. <laughs> Did you really? Okay. I, I admit, I'm a paranoid mother. And yeah. then there was a shirtless lurker that had a... <laughs> Wait, a shirtless lurker? Yes. Yeah, just, he he was just lurking around, and it seemed like at every above, corner below. that we turned, he was there, and he just kind of would stare, and Even then this he'd morning, he'd lurk shirtless. away. But he was shirtless again this morning? This morning. And you saw him like last night? Yeah. Yes, and it, this morning. Uh, so shirtless lurker is with just moving. With a cigarette, moving, right? Yeah, would <laughs> just move around the hotel? Yeah. Apparently, all hours of the day and night. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, I'm so sorry. I mean, it's okay. They, do they ever get here and something not happen? Well, uh, there's there's probably more. Erica to it. set off the Walmart alarm it. too. So you set off what? Oh, apparently I set off the alarm at Walmart. I was going in an emergency exit and I didn't realize it. <laughs> right. Now, how did you? I mean, where did you try to get out of Walmart? You didn't go out the big glass doors where the cash registers are at the front. <laughs> no, I was just getting a cart, and there were these weird flaps, and I wasn't paying attention. I, she yeah. thought it was because she didn't have a mask on. <laughs> well, yeah. I thought maybe Gretchen Whitmer was like Gretchen stalking Whitmer. me from Michigan to Alabama. Whitmer, Alert! Whitmer. She's out on vacation having fun. <laughs> Whitmer chased you. Down. So y'all y'all had y'all had quite a run with your governor. Yeah, you oh, have. Oh yes. Well, has she you, you released the people of Michigan yet? Or? No, no, she has not. Is it like living under a queen, like a a, a dictator? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are not well, free. What is what is she trying to accomplish? Does she think this is making everybody safer, or what? What she's oh, saying? I don't know. I think it's a power grab. But yeah. I mean, does she realize that you know this thing's kind of winding down? I mean, is she going to return Michigan to the United States anytime soon? Or? <laughs> there's there's no no talk of it. I mean, so, we haven't had things open in so long. The the restaurants closed and then reopened on. February 1st, but they still can only have, they were 25% capacity. Now they can be up to 50, but because the tables have to be six feet apart, they still can't really. So none of the fast food restaurants have even opened inside. They haven't been open inside for like a year now. Oh my goodness. And I guess you'll be in mass forever. Uh, Probably. Yeah. So if she hears about this variant thing, I mean, there's no telling what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, she catches a variant (laughs) report, Rick. Somebody says variant. So when when is her term up? Can you guys um, vote somebody else in? Yes, we can. And they do have a recall. They they did get a lot of signatures. I heard they had enough, but. Didn't happen. I don't know. I mean, they're. They're still trying to go forward. That's with probably that. not an easy process, though. I mean, no. So is she? Are there people there that say outside? I guess if you get outside of Philadelphia, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, in, in Detroit. Michigan, I'm in Detroit. I meant I was thinking about Pennsylvania. If you get outside of Detroit, do people not like her? I mean, oh, is it mainly just the, people, the big cities that are all of just like just like you find everywhere? Yeah. Most people I encounter do not like her at all. Right. There are lots of our towns where it's not followed. You Everybody know. just disregards it. Yes. Unless she comes in. And There's start. a list of places that you can go that are. <laughs> L- little pockets of it's freedom. It's like a speakeasy. Yeah. <laughs> a little, little pockets of freedom. <laughs> but now her husband got to travel and go up and get the boat out, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's always, that's the beauty, as Mel Brooks said, it's good to be king. Yeah, it is. Sorry for lurking around y'all's hotel room. That's, that's, on, that's on me.
You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back 22 minutes past the hour. It's good to be king If just for a while To be there in velvet Yeah, to give them a smile Get high and never calm down. It's good to be king of your own little town. So we've got uh, Erica and uh, and Mom Amy from Michigan. They've made uh, a pilgrimage to the uh, state of Alabama, the home of the Rick and Bubba Show, after discovering it. And again, I never can remember. How did you discover the show? I was on the radio for a short time in Grand Rapids. That's right. Yeah, that was right. We were when we had our affiliate in Grand Rapids, and uh, and you heard us there, and then uh, you now hear it. How? I have to go to YouTube. YouTube. Y'all watching on YouTube? Yes. So I see you brought gifts, which uh, are always the right thing to do. That's that's southern <laughs> southern hospitality, and uh, you have Governor Whitmer uh, on the. Uh, so tell us, just just Erica, tell us what you have here. Well, I brought some candy in the Michigan flag, but the special sticker, it says Pure Moron. It's a spoof off of the Pure Michigan commercials that they do up north in Michigan. So they, they, they do Pure Michigan, and what you did is you took that same setup banner, put her picture on it, and it has Pure mor- Moron. Well, I didn't make it up. I can't take credit for the joke. We actually have seen a lot of yard signs that have it around where we live because we're not the only ones who have those sentiments about her. Right. And and what did you bring us here? <laughs> well, There's we the billboard. Just yeah. brought you some candy and. Okay. Did, uh, it, Erica, thank you. That's you know, very kind. And, you, you and we have that. a Michigan flag, now, and mm-hmm. I still Go have big blue. I still have my Michigan hat that you guys gave us, and uh, I have a Michigan shirt. That you guys gave us, so so we always get a little something from Michigan, and today it's candy with a Michigan flag and a pure moron uh, thing for Governor Whitmer. And, and we do think college football is better when the Wolverines are better. Yeah, I know. It's um, it's been a, been a little while though. Are y'all okay with? I mean, it's like um, the Wolverines. It just doesn't seem to. Are y'all ever coming back to be good again <laughs> in college football? I don't know anything about no. that. No. So y'all don't even know anything about that? Y'all don't follow football at all? No. Do you, do you, do you follow sports at all? No. I don't think croquet <laughs> counts. No. no you, well, you know what? You would be 100 So what right. What do y'all follow? What do, what what kind of interest do y'all have? Um, well, I like theater. And I like skateboarding. Yeah. Mom? Um, I like horses. Okay. Go well, riding. You might want to talk to Hams about that. He's yeah. A, He's, he's got one that's really into horses now, and he, we were talking about that yesterday. The uh, do, do you guys, does does husband and dad, does he ever say, what are y'all doing going back to, on this pilgrimage again? I noticed, I noticed he, he doesn't do it. And, this is and, kind of the girls' trip, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, so does he ever question it, like, what, what, are, what are y'all doing? Um, they they just think it's crazy. and So the guys in the family just kind of go, well, what, if this is y'all's thing, go ahead and do it. Right, right, because they – they think what we do. Well, we is a travel little... together so well because we both like to just go to random places and towns and just kind of, I don't know, ramble around. Yeah, and I guess Me... Erica, when you got married, your husband knew what he was getting into because y'all had already started the pilgrimages. Yep, he knew. Right, and <laughs> he, you, you made him come one yeah, time. Yeah, he came right? one time. Yes, I said I want to have my honeymoon at the at Alabama and go to the Rick and Bubba show on our honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what? I, I don't know that we hear that a lot, uh, but I think it's an yeah. excellent call. Yeah, I mean, when we had the golden ticket seats, we'd see some people that would be here. They didn't make it the center of the honeymoon. Right, right. Like, if we had a few in, engagements. Right, and, and a few people making out in the corners. There. Right, right, yeah. yeah. You to watch those corner seats. Yeah, yeah right. So, uh, so and, and when, when you said that to your husband, what did he say? He basically just said, yes, dear, and I knew he was a good man. <laughs> <laughs> He's a keeper. Right. And how long have you been married now? Um, almost three years. So in July will be our third anniversary. Oh, okay. you crazy newlyweds. How about that? Well, that's good. And how, how far do, do you live from mom and dad? Only 15 minutes, and I consider that too far. <laughs> All right. She's 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, well, 15 when I drive. Right. <laughs> I'm a slow driver. I would be kicked off the Audubon. That's, well, yeah, you, you could not do the Audubon. I would That's be good. fine. So how long, when y'all make these pilgrimages, how long do y'all stay in Alabama? About, well, this time it's a week. It's not usually not that quite long. A week. Yeah, well, we're about, like six days. Yeah. This will be the longest. She's never been away from her husband that long. Really? You know, you missed Ozzy Osbourne. He was here. Yeah. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> yeah. They, um, they, did, they did their show here. And Erica, you, you got you got some national coverage holding up a Trump sign at a Trump rally, didn't you? Yeah. What was that about? Oh, um, it was actually when we saw Mike Pence. Pence? Um, he was coming in and the Detroit News, they just had a little picture and I was holding it. I had my broken wrist, so my cast was in the picture. <laughs> did, did, uh, did you start getting a lot of text and phone calls saying we think you're being featured in a news story with with a sign as Pence comes to Michigan? No. Yeah. And and if you just could have had a Rick and Bubba sign. Don't want to get into that. <laughs> right. I'm just, be a deal sign. I'm just a saying, deal you know, if you're going to be this end of the show, you're going right. to make it count. I mean, you, you, I mean you, there should have been maybe a Rick and Bubba sign. should have advertised for you. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you'd have had a Rick and Bubba sign, then. Were, were a lot of folks disappointed in the election in Michigan? Yes, we do yes. have a lot of people who still by, that, uh, we were yeah. really surprised that this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't see it coming. Um, well, y'all could have helped. <laughs> do, do a lot of people think there was shenanigans in yeah. the county yes. process? Really? Oh, yeah. My husband and I are currently flying a Trump 2024 um, flag in our <laughs> Are you really? Yard. Are yeah. you really? It's mostly for our neighbor who we don't particularly care for. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. Does he ever fire, uh, fire? I don't mean fire back, but put another sign up going in the other direction. So like, like, does he have a? Does he a, have a pure Michigan? <laughs> sign? We originally had a Trump twenty twenty one, and then they had a Biden one, and now we have our Trump flag, and they don't really have anything. But right, so we just you know you're battling live, it out. Yeah. Well, we kind of live in a redneck town, and most people are you know Trump supporters. They're kind of the odd ones. They're quite snobby, and we just we just want to show them, you know. I don't think they moved to the right town because. <laughs> well, Bubba and I've talked about this on the show for years. Everybody thinks that rednecks are only in the South. They're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Mean, we, I mean, we've I mean, got we've got shops everywhere, Rick. Oh Come yeah, on. I mean, look, we've got chapters. I, I, I've seen cars on blocks in Michigan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, one hundred percent. Well, we're glad y'all are here. <laughs> what are you gonna do with? It? Enjoy your time <laughs> in Alabama, and uh, and glad uh, we got a chance to say hello. So appreciate you, and thank Thanks. you for the. Uh, the bucket there. With yeah, looks like breakfast is here. And some candy. That's good. <laughs> Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. And I thank you for being with us. The whole team thanks you. Uh, team Rick and Bubba. 
Hey, be sure and check rickandbubba.com. New items in the store. Uh, if you haven't seen them, some new hats, new shirts, new uh, grilling apron. Got a new grilling utensil coming soon. Wildwood Fort, Not there yet, but it, uh, it should be in before too long. Uh, also, don't forget, uh, speaking of grilling, grilling season is upon us. Butcherbox.com slash Bubba can help. Uh, if you have, have not decided to be a ButcherBox customer, what are you waiting on? High-quality meat conveniently shipped right to your door. Uh, no antibiotics, no hormones. Uh, this is free-range organic chicken, heritage-bred pork. Their pork is so good. 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef. Fresh-caught seafood like salmon, the Osaka agric, a wild-caught and scallops. 20 different cuts of meat to choose from. Their box is shipped fresh right to the door. And the website, for those of you that are veterans like us, remember the website loaded with awesome recipes that the whole family will love. Uh, and if you'd like to do it now for the first time, listen to this. Butcherbox.com slash Bubba will give you whatever you order. Here's what comes with it at no charge. We call it the free essentials bundle in the first box. We will get you three pounds of chicken breast, two pounds of pork chops, and two pounds of ground beef all for free in the first box. Wow, it's time to move. Butcherbox.com slash Bubba or go to rickandbubba.com and you'll find them right there under the sponsors button. Bubba, have you texted Betty this morning, your wife? I have not. I have not. I was waiting to be sure that this story was accurate may not and be that we true, could confirm it. But we, we, we can, all we can say is there's a rumbling. There's a rumbling concerning Lori Laughlin. Rick, it looks like um, because, you know, the, the show that she was on, uh, what's it called? Uh, Wind Calls the Heart or something? something. Yeah, Wind Calls the Heart. Breaking, Do y'all watch Breaking, breaking yeah. Wind. Uh, no, it's Wind Calls the Heart. W-H-E-N. Yeah, Wind Comes from a Heart. Hurts no. the Heart. Wind mm. Calls the Heart. <laughs> it comes from a... Now, <laughs> they... They have, uh, while you know, they dropped Lori Laughlin pretty quick. When yeah, all this it's like a bad happened. habit. That's right. But they didn't write her character out of the show. Ah, they said she was going away. Ah, they oh. still mention her from time to time about her being gone and how much they miss her on the show. And one of the other actresses uh, was in an interview this week, and she said that she would uh, welcome Lori back with open arms. And she said it's mm. not the same without her. <laughs> And uh, as a matter of fact, they even point to the fact that she was mentioned in last week's episode as a hint, ah, as a hint that she might be coming back to the hit series. Now, I've tried well, yeah. to find, um, I've tried to find any uh, ratings information about did it drop I after bet. after she was dropped. Now, I know one person that didn't watch it anymore. That'd be Betty Bussey. So she protested when they removed her. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. And that's, I'm rethinking that, you know, Rick, for 27 years we've been anti boycott. I am really rethinking the boycott angle. All right, here's I what, think we are cheating ourselves out of a major political force with our boycott. What you're saying is let's just have our own mob. That's right. Now, let me that's warn right. you. Let our mob take the other mob. Let right. me warn you, though, and you know this, and we just have to know this going in. Really, you can't say that we want to be people who boycott. We want to be another mob. Because if you start boycotting, it will be impossible to be consistent. So what yeah. we will do is we will acknowledge we pick and choose our mob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not well, going to be 100%. Yeah, and they're not either. Yeah. But it's kind of like having a, a, uh, a home guard 
mm-hmm. you would, right. or uh, uh, some type of defense force. When you see the troops amassing to make a raid on your city, you have to you have to build up your troops. Well, we also can see in the past, and I'm bringing up these examples because it wasn't that long this happened. We saw Duck Dynasty. There was an attempt to cancel them, and the supporters of Duck Dynasty were so overwhelming, and they were such, they were a louder mob that everybody, basically A&E, Cracker Barrel, everybody reset and said, hey, we're sorry. We're putting yep. them back on. We, uh, we, we measured our mobs, right. and we decided which mob we were going with. Right. All right, one that's close and dear to most of our hearts, is, and a lot of people that listen to this show, because I've got a ton of emails. Speedy and I were talking about this earlier, Major League Baseball. Okay, mm-hmm. so for your plan, what is the proper plan? What should we be doing? Uh, should we should we boycott baseball altogether, Major League Baseball, or should we just boycott the All Star Game and the draft and hurt ratings there? Okay, here, so so what would be our plan for Major League Baseball? Because I'll be honest, I haven't skipped a beat watching the Braves. Well, you're 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 again, you know this, and I don't want to repeat it. For me, this is a non-issue because I'm not a supporter of it anyway. Yeah, so I wouldn't be giving up anything. Uh, so, uh, Hems, this is, I could just keep living like I'm living. And I think this is a mistake that boycotters make a lot of times. Mm-hmm. They call for a boycott, and it's not near as damaging as they hoped it to be, so yeah. they lose all power in it. So I think what you do is you say on a weekend coming up, so-and-so weekend, we're not going to watch baseball, we're not going to the game, you ask everybody to, to skip the game for one weekend – and you send a shot over the bow, and then if the Braves go out and there's four thousand people in the stands as opposed to thirty or forty, they go, uh oh, uh, and and say, look, if we don't get what we want, we're going to bring this full scope, you know, full scope on you guys. You 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 shoot a shot over the bow so that they know, hey, now we got another mob we got to deal with. See, this is one of those things too where the Braves didn't make this decision. Major League Baseball did. So, do you hurt the Braves by not – and I don't know the answer to this, but are you hurting the, the Atlanta even more by not going to the game or the players? I, mean, I don't know the but answer But you heard it. You get every I, city. So, if you get it – if it's across I get, the I get where you're baseball. going with it, but – I think I, the simplest thing to be the first step, which is what you're kind of asking. Yeah. The first step would be is that you have to make viewership of the All-Star game practically nothing. Yeah. Because that all star move is the is the thing you're upset about currently. Yeah, but so, that's halfway so, through the season. So you right? so you have to punish that all star. Everybody's forgot. Even yeah, that it yeah, that's the problem. Everybody forget yeah. about them. So you got to do. Yeah, and so I had lunch with a guy Tuesday, and he was so adamant about I will never watch. He has a college baseball player as a son right now, and he said I will never watch a major league baseball game again until they make another change and do the right thing yeah i've heard that from many people now i haven't gone that route well i said i I have too i've heard that from a surprisingly large number of people Mm -hmm. that you know and i heard some during football season do that and i think some of them have wrote off football can i say all the kneeling stuff i'll give baseball fans credit if you look at their past they're they're willing to boycott remember the players strike Yeah. yeah It took them a long time to recover yep. from that yeah. because the fans went away. Yep. Uh, and it, it was red hot before that strike. Yeah, so baseball fans seem to have the stomach to do this kind of thing. But I think then, you, you now you've made the point that's right, the All-Star game is still so far away. So probably more what Bubba was talking about, you call and say, I'm canceling my season tickets. You go and dump your season tickets at the gate. Uh, I will not well, come here. What about here. just I, a I, weekend I, to I, begin I, with? I won't do this. You know, they've got to see something – that makes them go. We got a big problem, and I guess what you're saying, Bubba, maybe there's been an outcry about Lori Laughlin returning to win well, calls the heart. Now there is one story 
that says her husband has simply called the producers and paid them to put her in. <laughs> now, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Okay, well, let, but let me here. One of her co-stars from the show, yeah. uh, who who plays the school teacher, and I can't say her last name. She says uh, in the interview, she says some of the fans have asked what will happen to Abigail's character, and shared their opinion that Hope Valley should be an example of forgiveness and grace. As Lori's friend, I could not agree more. So she's saying, I want her back. She's saying they're getting fans who are writing the show saying, we want her and back. And that's the question I'm asking. And uh, you're going to get a lot of press coverage about it. Yeah. Which you get people talking about your show. Yep. It's not a bad thing. Let's look at And, the- and a big bump, the show she comes back on. Mm-hmm. Huge. So Huge. I, I want to point you to a, docu- a documentary <laughs> that you need to watch, uh, Operation Varsity Blues. This is the college admission scandal. Now, it's not going to focus much on Lori Loughlin. Is that I mean, the Netflix one? Yeah, she's yeah. mentioned in it, but they really focus on the guy who was doing it. That was going the, around getting the, the one who, the, the one who created it, and, and we've met – look, we've all met this guy in our lives a thousand times. I can mention a few names to you. <laughs> okay. right. He already did. He, uh, he, he is that guy that has always had some sort of something going. I saw that. I hadn't watched it. And, and you, you got a deal. And the way he was doing it – and the way it was set up, uh, it, it's worth a watch. Okay. So uh, Operation Varsity Blue. So you, that, it helped me to understand it better, what was actually going on. So and, explain, I mean, wasn't, wasn't basically you had some coaches of some of these sports, and most of them were not the major ones. And he made course. sure of that. Yeah. He, he said he went to the outside the big three. So he's the, he's the middleman. Yeah. Said all this so he's, he's the person you call so and you say, I want, I want my kid in this school – and he says, "I'm on it. I'll develop a plan. Here's how much it'll cost you." And then he had he had some coaches. He paid people. He, he had coaches him. on the take. He had sports sports information people on the take. Uh, he he built would, him a little based network. on your kids. Did he say things like, "Is your kid ever played so and so?" Yeah, yeah, but I mean, not to any level. Okay, but you got pictures of them, right? Right. Yeah, no, right. that kind of stuff. And yeah. so it, let's just say he photoshopped people in boats. And I mean, but he went with these obscure sports. Right. That that the it, that, that was, they liked the money he was giving them, so it, he would, he would become a big donor. It was tennis, lacrosse, yeah. rowing, like like uh, I believe it was USC. He became a big donor to the uh, the boating team where they'd go yeah, out and rowing. do these boat right now. It wasn't rowing; it was like they actually you get in like boats and you sail them and and this kind of thing. Maybe it was sailing. I mean, that might have been it. Is that yeah? And and he would just wasn't the rowing. T- well, that too. That no, that was one of them. But in this particular case. They asked the coach, and he says, biggest mistake I ever made. He goes, but the fact that I was able to get his, – his organization right. would write a big check that was clean, mm-hmm. that was donating to – but I want it for this particular sport. And then that would be so much more funding than they were normally getting. They were glad to get they it. They were glad to get it. And then he'd call up and say, now, nah, you probably got my donation. Right. Now, I want to ask you about a little something here. And, before, and that's how he would do it. And then some of the coaches saw this as a way to make money. Absolutely. And they said, so we got, you know, t- say 12 people on our team. I'm going to have 10 that are legitimate. Yeah. And I may save two spots for fundraising. The soccer yeah. coach at Notre Dame, he was Selling all in. <laughs> he was all in. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number as we make our way back. So finishing up talking about the documentary Varsity Blues, and we're doing that because there's a Lori Laughlin update that she may be returning to when the heart calls you or 
When the heart calls. Yeah. Wait, the heart no calls or the wind yeah. calls the heart. Betty has seen it uh, but anyway, so Varsity Blues, a documentary. It was not Notre Dame's soccer coach. Uh, two of them, uh, but the one in the documentary was the guy who's the women's soccer coach, coach at Yale. It was an Ivy League school, not Notre Dame. And then there was another one from UCLA that was on the take. But you know what else he would do? The guy running it, you know what else he would do? He would also, he had a guy that was, uh, that was like genius level that would go take the ACT or the SAT for your child as well. All right. He, and the way he had that set up, where he would go get the score you needed, and this guy was on it, and he got arrested uh, because he was getting paid per test from this guy. Uh, so he had all kinds of stuff going. He had many ways to get you into the college well, of your choice. Well, I guess I could see how some of that would work. But think about this. I like you know I like taking these things and flipping around Here and looking at them. Okay. So if I'm a college and I have teams that don't generate money, and honestly, I'm thinking. Well, you know, heck, I got to take more money out of football to pay for whatever. Okay, fill in the blank. If it was done at the university level, why wouldn't they go? Well, you know what? Just like NASA's going to sell rides to the space station to help finance it mm-hmm. by people who are not astronauts, why don't we sell a couple of spots on this team to raise money for that team? And each team might become self-sufficient that way. What would that hurt? Just sell spots straight Just, up. Would you, but the, done at the university level, they know it's being done. Right. And they even have a meeting go, okay, we got 12 people on this team. How many spots can we sell? Yeah. And stay, stay legit. Well, two. Well, the, the, and then you, yeah. you give you give some kids that don't have athletic talent but maybe got a little cash, mm-hmm. an opportunity to make the team. Yeah. Coach ain't got to play them. Yeah. yeah well, that, you know, they're on the team. If yeah. they're good, yeah, they most play. of them, most of them never participated right. at all. But you'd have to participate. Right. Yeah. You'd yeah, have to be on the team. Wasn't they fake injury, a career-ending yeah. injury, yeah. or something yeah. like yeah. that? Yeah. And, and he had people paid that were on the <laughs> boards of approving scholarships going to people so that they, I mean, he that had person – oh, oh, don't miss monopoly, this. You know how he did the ACT, SAT? He had you put in that your kid – had a learning disability, and they struggle with testing, and they have these where you can allow it to be tested by yourself yeah, with, no with one limit. person with no time limit. He said, so we got to have that because that's going to open up for me if we get my guy in. Right. So that would open the door, and guess who would end up being the person giving your child the test? The guy he was paying. And, then that, and then that guy would just fill it Again, out. Again, I repeat. <laughs> okay, so I repeat. I understand. I'm not saying. I know it's wrong, but you got to love his organization. <laughs> Rick, I'm not saying. I'm like Greg. I'm not saying he's right and we should no. admire this behavior. No. Okay? No. But I'm just saying. His entrepreneurial plan, spirit, you got to love his spirit. But I'm saying, okay, so we, we say that's wrong. Wrong. That's bad. It's wrong. Okay. He's breaking the laws. He's breaking rules. He's wrong. But let's go back to the university level. I, I'm the athletic director. I'm trying to figure out how to raise money and, you know, with the school's approval. And I go, look, we got a, you know, we got the golf team. How many people are on a golf team usually? I don't know. I don't know. L- let's just use the, Eight to the, 10. The, the, the 10, 12 rule again. I want you to let's say, say 10. That, I like working with numbers. I okay, like base let's say 10. there's 10. I love okay, base okay, 10. Okay, Monk, there's 10. Okay. <laughs> and, and there's 10. And we, like go, base 10? and we go, we can't, we can't, everybody's not going to play anyway. Let's sell one spot. And and we'll get enough for that one spot to finance the whole team. Absolutely. <clears throat> what is wrong with that? If, if the university if it was knows above board. If it was above board. Yeah, if everybody knows it and just calls it, what's going on? And then if they play good enough and work their way into the lineup, fine. I'm not talking about why wouldn't you just but here's the thing, if they're not gonna if they're not gonna be a part of the actual lineup, because you've said that, 
then why don't you just allow this person to be a part of like a manager or a mascot and let them pay write the check? Good. It's the same thing. Well, now y'all do know this. I mean, this is, but they want to be on the you, team. You've got guys that are and have put gonna in. write the check or mama, and he <laughs> wants them to be on the team. You've got guys that have put. I don't like this because you've got guys that have put in their ten thousand hours to be one of the best in this sport, and it's being taken away because somebody's writing a check. I don't like it at all. Well, now let me ask you: Do know that happens anyway? I what mean, do you mean, there are people who are big. Yeah, but donors. they're actually decent baseball players or basketball players yeah, but, or whatever. But I'm talking when we get if, to if two if two people are the same and one of them can write a bigger check, obviously you're going with this. But that's not what we're talking well, about. Well, what in I'm saying, well, what I'm talking about is when you get to the second level players. <laughs> I'm not talking about the dominant people. When these other slots on teams, yeah, there's been many times that a big donors yeah. kid. But that's not what he's talking about. Got, I know, got that slot when actually player was better than him but didn't have as much money. Right. I'm not saying he's elite. No, I, I, yeah, I completely My even understand better. it's going yeah. on. Because you know there's yeah. 10 spots yeah. for players right. and two spots for checks. Right. Or, or in your case, based in. If I'm my sorry. name's on a building at the university <laughs> and my kid is about as good as yours or maybe a little less good than yours. You're getting a scholarship. My kid's sure. going to get a scholarship. No doubt. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. yeah. But, but again, if everybody knows that going in, yeah. see, my way's actually cleaner. Everybody knows. It's not just kind of, you know. Well, what this guy Sleazy. was doing was was was, yeah, was not I'm, clean. No, Rick, I'm not suggesting what he no. did was right. I'm just trying to think of ways for universities well, to raise money. But let me go back to this cat. This guy. <laughs> That'll be a part of the program, but not actually play. This guy who's going to jail. I like where you're going with This it. guy yeah. who's going to jail. I'm not saying it's a perfect plan yet. Yeah. I'm just throwing out ideas. All these people are going to I'm jail. I'm an idea guy. Here. All these guys are going to jail, including the guy. <laughs> this guy had so much ability to be a legitimate entrepreneur why did, Isn't well, that I, normally how it goes? Yeah, I don't understand sometimes how these mastermind criminals, yeah. if you just put it into the legitimate world. Bernie Madoff, yeah, perfect example. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, look, this guy, was a, he worked his butt off. We got yeah. people in government committing worse crimes than Bernie Madoff ever thought about doing, and we, all, yeah. we, we give them a job and their picture's on the wall. But, right. uh, you know, we, this is what we need to do with that guy, Rick. Instead of putting him in jail, <laughs> we, need to, we need to let that guy be our negotiator with China. Or... Let him now, as 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 law enforcement does a lot, let him now Flipping. be the guy who helps helps them catch yeah. people doing like catch yeah. me if you can, guy. catch me if you can. Yeah, guy. they they put him to work for them. By the way, that movie is a fantastic movie. It's a good movie. It's one of them that when it's on, I watch it. Oh, every time. Yeah, and then they put him to work to catch people like him. Yeah, Bubba, knew to, all the tricks. To your point, step number one in order to fix a lot of this is just remove the NCAA from the situation. How many parents that currently have athletes would actually donate money to a situation if they could, if they well, were allowed to? Oh, just, you, go, you, just go to play in you, the NAIA. You, they do, they do this stuff all the time. You have to have some organization <laughs> right. to, to, you know, to oversee it all. I'm not saying you're not going to have that. But if you do it above board, because like in your example, you don't want some kid to miss out playing because no. somebody else has money. But if you don't have money for that sport, they may do away with the sport altogether. So why not have you, you go this many for that, this many for the pay spots, and then we the coach plays whoever he wants to, whoever you know gives him the best chance just, to win. It just dawned on me on what Hamdy said. All we've done is describe the NAI. <laughs> yeah, because I got news for you. Whatever you need, they get it for you. If you'll come play for them. <laughs> <laughs> but this is all above board. Everybody knows. Well, NAI the deal. is above board. They just don't have the same rules as NCAA. They're not doing anything illegal. That's just the way they do it. Yeah. The girl want to play softball? That sounds good. Radio's dream team: Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy. 
Calvin Speedy Wilburn, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. It is six minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. Much to do going forward on the program. Uh, we'll record another edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast today. Be out this weekend. We're talking banana ball with its creator, Jesse Cole. Uh, also, yesterday's Bible study now archived and available for your consumption on our YouTube and podcast channel. Headed out to tomorrow to represent the show. I'll be headed to Cleveland, Tennessee. If you'd like to find out more about that, uh, woods, water, outdoors, uh, the whole family can come. Uh, it's a big uh, event The First Baptist Cleveland, Tennessee's had for years. And I'll be the speaker tomorrow. Can't wait. If you want to be part of that, get your ticket at rickandbubba.com under events. And uh, for those of you that would like to kick the tires on themanchurch.com, we'll have all of our resources and swag there as well. So, Bubba, we start this hour with a wacky world. How bizarre. Yeah. How bizarre. How bizarre. A look around the wacky. Bubba, this this line right here are to are to get your attention. Uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, monkeys s on the loose hmm. on Cincinnati's west side. About five monkeys are on the loose on Cincinnati's west side, including some seen. Bubba, you ready for this? <laughs> Swinging in trees at a cemetery, a cemetery overnight. That has now been confirmed this morning. Uh, if you were listening to the show live. They've reached out to the Cincinnati Zoo to try to round up the primates. Did they get out of the well, zoo? Well, they, they don't know. No, they're not missing from the zoo. They say they now think that they potentially escaped from a private collection Here at a go. home. Here we go. A private collection. Who's collecting monkeys? That. Who? Monkeys right now! <laughs> <laughs> and that's five of them. Yeah. I mean, I understand somebody might have a monkey as a pet, okay, but five right. of them? So this is the cemetery. Andrew's got some footage. I'm trying to see if I can see a monkey. Uh, I don't see a lot of trees. Just, okay, there they are. There they are. Can you see them? No way. They're not there. Okay. I started to say, out in the middle, there's not a lot of trees because you have to dig out there. Yeah, this is just huh? a shot of the actual cemetery. Right, this yeah. is not them. But they said oh, that, there's one. That they say the, that the monkeys. <laughs> I looked at work. They, they said the monkeys, have cl- uh, they, they're not there anymore. Uh, they couldn't find them. They go, they're back now looking for them. They they could see them uh, last night. The residents were saying, we see monkeys. They did find out who was drinking and not drinking. In right, right. Yeah, we need to know who reported mm-hmm. this. Is it legal to own a monkey in the state of Ohio? Somebody asked on Twitter. According to the uh, Ohio Department of Agriculture, yes, sort of. Mm-hmm. Depends on what type. Mm. Uh, right now, no one has reported the type of species of the reported monkeys on the loose. But they think <laughs> private collection. Right. They See, think. Who wants this in your neighborhood? Uh, we, we, we're going to ha- I don't know what's happened to us in this country when it comes to exotic pets. <laughs> we just don't seem to be having a logical, level headed look at this. <laughs> I mean, is it okay? I mean, I'm all about liberty and I'm all about freedom, but. You know, you can't put other people at risk. And shouldn't common sense fall in right. there we, we come up, we, we got, you know what, you know how you sometimes, you every time you, look, for instance, you're if you're getting on an airplane, you know, 
and they're like, you know, here's what's acceptable, here's what's not. There's right. car, there's pictures, there's cartoons to look at, drawings, drawings. All that. Can we not say uh, here's the pets allowed? Dog, cat. <laughs> That's it. Oh, you really? <laughs> what? What does anybody need beyond a dog and a cat? Well, here's the problem know. with a monkey. I especially a herd of them. You got to have a pretty extreme cage to keep them in because guess what? Monkeys climb and get out of anything. They really can go right. I mean, mm-hmm. you'd have to have a cage with a top on it, uh-huh. right? Yeah. They ride dogs. Yeah. Help me here. Am I am I overlooking something? Yeah, and you notice I didn't include birds in that because honestly, you bird people, come on now. We we really shouldn't. Should we be caging up birds? I mean, set them. They set them free. Whoa! Do we need? Well, Rick, look, uh-huh. we could take this to a lot of, you but, know, out but, to a lot of places. We're taking something that has the gift of flight and putting it in a cage. That's right. Uh, well, a, a dog fish, or a cat, a, a dog fish or... could go, you know, over three quarters of the earth, and yeah. we, we put them in a bowl of foot. I don't. Wide. Li- I don't like I mean, to see fish in bowls or in cubes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't like to see. And I'm, you know, I'm not some animal weirdo, but I just there's something about the gift of flight being harnessed, <laughs> yeah. inside a tiny cage. And well, and, if you and, love your bird, you clip its wings. And my and my ability to to swim wherever I can can keep going <laughs> right. in, in the waterways, and you got me in here in a in a, in a box looking in. Yeah. A couple of us With are a up, fake diver. A couple of us are belly up. You net them out and keep moving. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I, I understand it's just a fish. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. you, you remember my encounter at a baseball game with the family that had a cockatoo, and it was mm. it was out there just mm. just a, a barking and going nuts, yeah. but mm. it couldn't fly away. No, because it was clipped its wings. Yeah. Every now and then we we'll talk though. Yeah, boy, let me tell you. Every but Rick, I, I, I got talk dogs. About chatter. I got mm-hmm. dogs and cats, and they bring you a lot of joy. Everybody loves a good old dog. You sure. know. And, and some of us love cats, <laughs> but you know, I, I just—is that not enough? You know, mm-hmm. is that not enough? I guess not. I mean, what about a goat? We've we've said this time. Nah. Well, if you're running a yeah, farm, yeah. you know that's they one thing. We're, ta- we're talking about pets. They'll though. clear an area for you. Uh-huh. But we're yeah. talking about just good old neighborhood pets. We've said this many times on the program. Who in the world has a a a a, a hole in their life? They can only be filled by a reptile. Yeah, an iguana. Yeah, that, they don't even interact with you. Yeah, a snake. Uh, <laughs> at least a, a monkey can uh, climb yeah, and, and at least, you know, throw fish, stuff at you. A snake you. can't interact. It's not going to like come up beside you. And yeah. Well, it on. will if it's measuring you out before I'll, it swallows yeah, you. I can understand an aquarium and it's making the the soothing noise and the beauty and the soothing the little shipwreck down there. Yeah, a little know, some of that's fun. Yeah, the treasure chest that goes. Brrr. Yeah, now you got to keep it clean. I don't like these people. Don't keep clam shell. Yeah. But it's a little, it's a little <laughs> too much work for me. But I don't mind being somewhere yeah, where there's one. Deal with it. All right, so I had a strong run with fish at college. I remember. I that. thought it was why cool at college. I don't know why. I think I have an idea. Yeah, yeah, but speedy, I know why. Can I say Speedy, something? Uh, Speedy's was all different. No, he was, but but still, I'm, I'm I've been really he was trying to lull people. Yeah, I remember had a bachelor pad. <laughs> well, the, the the light with the, it just was a good mood. I remember yeah, clean it though. I remember when you had that time of your life where you were the most free, the most free. Yeah. Now I'm not saying you were the most fulfilled, point. but you were the most free. Mm-hmm. And you took on Alaskan Huskies and aquariums? I know. Why would you do that? I Not don't just know. one dog, two. Yeah, Plus from and, fish. And, and two, I bet you let that aquarium get skanky before you cleaned it. I Why would you take that on? Over. At, well, the, yeah. at the most free time of I your know, life. I know. You were running free. Yeah. It's almost like you were you were 
you were a horse that was put out to pasture, and I looked, and you're back over there. I don't know. Yeah, well, we got up to a 55-gallon with a bunch of cichlids in there. Yeah, but why would you take that on? I don't know. I, I know don't it was know. for atmosphere. With it, the was. it was. A little bit of that. That. It was a little bit of that. Your and college was different than mine. That had been a lot of beer money wasted on a big 50-gallon. Most people don't <laughs> look at it that way, Greg. Yeah. Right. 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 yeah see, I mean, that's not the first thing that but, came to mind. But, but, I, okay, but I got Speedy my college budget. It, am I going to spend it on, on a, an aquarium? Speedy used it to relax everybody. Well, yeah. and, but you, why you, take you, on those huskies? The blood that's pressure. Not yeah, the huskies. I don't know. Why what did I was you doing. take that on? I don't Here, know. Rick, the huskies would run his blood pressure up. He'd go in the house and look at the fish, and he'd come back. But yeah, Greg, that's what Greg, it was. Rick, he wasn't no pitcher college. He was a single man that's with right. a job, mm. no longer going to college. He could do anything he wanted. And not yeah. only did and he, he have and them, Rick, and he, and they he wouldn't stay in their pen. He has two huskies in a, in a fish aquarium. Oh, they got out and went north every time. They wouldn't stay in the pen every time. Greg, they go north. They were burning up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were saying if we can just get the ten. Tennessee. I don't know what I was thinking. During the the time that I was a single grown man, I had no pets and I barely even had furniture. I mean, my, my, I know. I mean, less than aquarium. My bed bed was on the ground. I slept on the box springs. I didn't even have a bed frame because that was a hassle. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that meant. I got about a chair before I bought an aquarium. The simplicity of it all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think Don Juan took my fifty-five so gallon. I, I gave it, it to him. It, no, I bet you just gave it. If away. you uh-huh. have an aquarium, I mean, there has anything changed? I mean, you still have to clean it out quite, and that's a that's kind oh, of yeah, a big process. To, I mean, the key is to have salties. some good sucker fishes. You got to uh, have that. I mean, and and now let me just tell you, cleaning them out is a. But I mean, don't yeah, we have some tough. technology uh, that's improved that's that tough. somehow? You remember yeah. the ones that came with a, with a plant, and the bottom was the bowl, and they would eat the roots of the plant until they died. Those remained us for. Fish. I don't even remember that. Oh, yeah. Are we going to bring up the fact that Adler owned a snake and lost it? Yeah, <laughs> we've talked about that. And I, I'm, trying to let, I'm trying to let Adler, I want to look at him like he is now. Okay. Yeah, Let's don't yeah. look back. Well, you look, you're looking back on me. Well, because well, I, that was, I, I've been frustrated about that for years and I never talked about it. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big. All right. So we have no update on the monkeys in Cincinnati. So if we get an update on that, we'll let you know. Uh, more stories to cover today. Eight six six. We be big. Now I, I haven't been following this story, but Greg and Speedy have out of Rock Hill, South Carolina. Uh, unfortunately, it is a gruesome story. Uh, it's, uh, there, the, the coroner's office said that, uh, Dr. Robert Leslie, who was 70 and his wife, Barbara were pronounced dead at a scene along with his grandchildren, uh, one nine and one five. Now they, um, they, they say there's a fifth victim, uh, who's 38. Um, and he but, worked on the property. Yeah, He'd been working there <laughs> at the property. So someone came in and brutally murdered this family and uh, someone who worked there at the house who'd been doing work there. And we were getting an update that said that the suspect had been found, and and then to, right now I thought it said apprehended, apprehended, yeah. and that and now we just had an update that the person that they think killed all these people is dead because he then turned the gun on himself, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, Philip Adams, who is a former six year six season NFL player, <laughs> played six seasons on six different teams, right. Uh, and they think now they're identifying him as the gunman who just went in and killed these people in cold blood, then turned the gun on himself. 
And so, um, did he rob them? What was the motive? Well, no, they don't know. It, it, it says here he last played in the NFL for the Falcons in 2015, uh, and that apparently this doctor, he used to be a patient of this doctor, and his parents lived on the same street as this the, the family, this very prominent doctor and his family in that area. Um, but like y'all are saying, Rick, early on it was, uh, I mean, they, the, the sheriff's department there even had to issue a statement saying, we have a suspect that's armed and dangerous. We're looking for him. Uh, and then the next one was we've apprehended him. And now this update is he actually turned the gun on himself. So there you go. Uh, that's a bizarre story. He was, uh, he was found dead outside his home. So we'll see what happens. You know, six seasons, six different teams. Sounds like um, he may have a, he was a seventh-round draft pick, uh, as you said, the Falcons and then the 49ers, then the Patriots and the Seahawks and the Raiders and the Jets. Over his six-year period, somehow I'm with you, Greg. I, I think we're gonna we're gonna somewhere along the way, we're gonna see some kind of CTE NFL backlash on yeah. this bizarre behavior. So uh, we'll see how that goes. And if I could update, when I said found dead outside the home, that was actually James Lewis, the the, the person working on the property. He was struck by gunfire outside the home where he ended up yeah. passing away. The original story said that they had apprehended the suspect. Yeah. And that was like yesterday. Right. Now they're saying they that, found him dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I guess. Don't I don't know. So it's, uh, it's, it's a bizarre story. Uh, hmm. And uh, if we wow. get any more information, we can. Uh, Lance Armstrong's son, 21 – has been arrested uh, on allegations that he mistreated uh, a drunk 16-year-old girl at his dad's house after a party in 2018. So he's been arrested and charged with the assault of a child, sexual assault, according to the Austin Police Department. Uh, took place allegedly in 2018 after a party uh, and when, when um, he was 18. Uh, and uh, so... Um, don't know what's going on there. I guess now they're going to start the process, uh, due process of trying to get to the bottom of what took place. Uh, but he is facing the charge, and like I said, that's Lance Armstrong's son, and they allege that it took place at his dad's house, uh, some party there. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then, uh, Bubba, we we have a little bit of a COVID update here. That's kind of hard to, to follow. Um, So here's where you get a little confused in the plot to get to the other side of COVID-19, the pandemic. Over here in my left hand, Georgia is open for business. Yep. yep. Governor Kemp lifts many of the COVID-19 restrictions. Our state of Alabama uh, stops the mandate for uh, mask. And I always thought the word mandate in these states is a little sketchy. It's really a suggestion, but they call it mandates. Uh, But anyway, so meaning the government's not going to be involved in it anymore. Uh, So... So you have that over here, and then you go over here in the right hand, and the UK's super COVID is now dominant, and they capitalized that from the DailyMail.com. In the U.S., the CDC says, as variants are blamed for cases spiking more than 10% in over two weeks in states like Michigan uh, or Florida. So, I mean, over here we've got everything is is opening and, and lifting and 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 we've got we got we're gonna have capacity stadiums and and we've got rangers. Uh, hey, come on in if you, you make your own decisions. But then over here, there seems to be an attempt for no, no, no uh, variant, variant. Mm-hmm. So I, it's almost like we're living in two different worlds right now. <laughs> it I, really it's is. Like, um, 
Is it always you know, what's next, though? That for, for, it seems yeah, like it's, it's like I'm if I, it's like I'm hiding, and somebody is screaming for me to come out while somebody else screams, "Dude, stay in there!" <laughs> right. And uh, I'm looking. Which which one am I doing? Come on out. Stay yeah. in there. You no, know. Yes. Come on. <laughs> no. I know politicians like to grab power. I'm no. not naive not to think yeah, that. Yeah, you better believe that. Um, but I, I really don't understand what some of these states are thinking because they're only hurting their own coffers. I mean, I don't know if you've seen some of the tax rates oh. uh, that some of the state or the tax money some of these states are bringing in, but they're, I mean, they've took big hits on this because guess what? They told businesses they couldn't open, so they can't pay taxes. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you tell me I can't go to my office, I can't fill out my form and send you a check on the 15th. So, um, I mean, I, I kind of thought that was something that you would recognize, but apparently, People who've never run a business have no concept of that. So, um, so here we are now, and we're struggling for money. What is the holdup? What is the holdup? I would think uh, that a governor of all people would be pushing to get things back to normal as fast as they could. It doesn't make any sense otherwise. But so it's now the variant screams. Burst, I heard burst. double mutant variant the other day. I mean, double. I'm double Watch mutant. Yeah. What is that from? Yeah. Look, is that from yeah. Mars or yeah. what? And and we talked about earlier why they can make these statements or whatever, but it does it does feel like I said before, everybody's saying variant, 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 go, but unless you get the vaccine, then you're fine. Mm-hmm. Well, still, I mean, you look at the numbers. Uh, if you're under 65, it's a very minimal risk of death. Yep. It's a fairly minimal uh, risk of having to go to the hospital with it. Um, it. It just seems like that it's well within the margin of risk that we need to, to accept to move on. No, you're right, especially since we have the vaccine and yeah. especially since we have treatments now that we didn't have for people when they get sick that we, we're doing a much better job of keeping them out of intensive care. And they, they know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they We know, know more about it. know about the blood clot issues and – Again, all along, do you remember when all this started? It was not to prevent people from getting it. It was to flatten the curve. People are going to get viruses that go around. We can't do anything about that. Yeah, but our death rate and our hospitalizations are way down from where they were. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's, what is it, 99% survivable? 97% chance you're not going to go to the hospital. I mean, that's pretty good numbers, Rick. I'll take them. Uh, we'll take your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, of the Rick and Bubba show. Let's go. A long distance directly assistance. Every quote two on two. We go to the people at eight six six. We be big. All right. Allform.com slash Bubba. Have you got this? You, you're writing this down? Allform.com slash Bubba. Uh, you can right now. We all want to be comfortable in our own home, and uh, but a lot of times we don't get rid of these worn-out chairs or couches. Sherry and I can just tell you we're loving uh, the new Allform chair that we got at the family farm. We ordered it just like you can do right now. You're going to love this furniture in your home, too. It's outstanding, high-quality, handmade in America including armchairs, sofas, sectionals, love seats, all at affordable prices. Now, here's what I love. It's all customizable. 
uh, and they ship it right to your door. Their factories in beautiful North Carolina. Uh, you pick your fabric, your color, the leg types that you want. Customize it like you want it. You can get you can pick the sofa size and the shape, and then th- you make sure it's perfect for your home. Then you order it. They customize it. Even maybe your office, you need something at your business. If you have kids or even pets, you're going to love that all the fabrics are spill, stain, and scratch resistant. You know, maybe you've got several monkeys. Um, they, they really do have something for everyone. They've got all kinds of armchairs and love seats, and they'll go all the way up to an eight-seat sectional. You need something big. Uh, so you're not locked into anything, too. You can smart, start out small if you want to, buy more pieces, and you'll see how it works. So now if you go to the old-fashioned department store or even a furniture store, you're going to you know, have, have just there's going to be cheap furniture. You can waste thousands of dollars a lot of time, sometimes on cheap materials, often comes from overseas, uh, and it'll take weeks or longer. You know, for it to arrive with allform.com slash Bubba, the furniture arrives fast. Shipping's always free. Uh, you could have your new chair or sofa in three to four days, customize exactly the way you want it. And you don't need a screwdriver or anything like that. It's set to go. Tools are free. Okay. So if you're worried, you're not going to like it. That's not a problem either. How about a 100 day free trial with free returns and a full refund? Nothing to lose means that you can instead think about you and your family all enjoying the new furniture together. So go to allform.com slash Bubba. We're going to save you 20% off off anything that you buy, and you will get, check this warranty, a forever warranty. That's allform.com to save 20% off anything you buy, allform.com slash Bubba. Be sure you use that URL. It's linked also at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so uh, to to the phones we go. Uh, Cameron is headed to Bristol, Tennessee. Cameron, go right ahead. How are you? I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? Fired up, Cameron. You headed to Bristol for the dirt race? I already going to that dirt race. I'm so excited. Me and the boys. I got Mason Kelly, Dalton Templeton, James Austin, and Will Pygott with me. Well, how about that? Everybody uh, say hi. Hey. Hey. So, uh, Woo-hoo. <laughs> 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 what do you think about putting a little dirt down at Bristol? Uh-huh. That's a little weird. You don't like it? Oh, yeah. Wow, did you see that face, Rick? You yeah, don't I like did. it. Well, they've already had that race. They, they have, but you, yeah, I can tell you don't like it. Well, what is he, where is he like headed it. to Bristol for? He says he's headed to Bristol for the Maybe dirt they're race. having a different, t- not NASCAR, somebody Mate, else. Right? Yeah, oh, talking I'm down. sure they have things Did you like NASCAR putting some dirt now? Not really, no. There it is. There it is. It's different, but NASCAR Pierce. Well, you can't hide how you feel. <laughs> Look, if Rick, you know Greg. If it ain't Talladega, he, he's against No, it. you're right. You're right. I mean, he's a purist. I am. He likes that old big one where you can't even see the whole thing to big old. Third three degree banking. You love it, don't you? Two point six miles. If it ain't digger, it ain't racing. That's it. <laughs> Willie. Hey, they're special there, that's for sure. No doubt. Willie on I sixty five. Willie, go ahead. <laughs> What's on your mind? Hey, I just got a question. So do y'all think that Elon Musk is the Antichrist? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna vote no on that right now. At this it, point, I mean, at this point. I think his rockets wouldn't blow up as much. <laughs> This is what I'm thinking is like, you know, he's supposed to be liked by, by everybody and like a lot of right wingers like him and left wingers. I was just wondering what your thoughts on him are. Uh, I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't I don't think he qualifies. again, you have to go back to the check marks uh to meet the qualifications. I don't know that you check all the boxes on him yet. Uh, mm-hmm. But it may be a little early. Who yeah, knows? I'm yet to see a well-known, respected religious leader, you know, legitimize him. That yeah. hasn't happened. Yeah, uh, he doesn't seem to be headed to, you know, maybe blaspheme the temple. I don't, I, I don't see that happening. Could maybe I don't know. He, you know, he, uh, I, I like the the part of his, you know, his science, his rockets, and the fact that he, 
he has some really common sense business approaches that I think have been lost in our, our culture that I really do like. Can I tell you this? If he survives a mortal head wound. Look out. I, now, the, the, then we're checking. <laughs> hey, Rick. Rick. Then we're checking boxes. <laughs> okay, we got some boxes to check. Now, now we got the boxes. That we just now, where's with. he from? He's not from the U.S. The original where's Roman he? Empire. I don't think well, so. Well, that, that's, that's what I was asking. Where is he from, by the way? Do y'all know? I, I have no idea. No, I don't know. I know he moved here. Is he from Austria, too? No idea. I know nothing about Elon Musk. He's got a right, no, South Africa. Got a, South Africa. Kid's got a weird That's name. Right. I know that. South Africa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think South <laughs> Africa qualifies as the Roman Empire, do they, Rick? I mean, just in the way I would look no, at no, it, I'd it, have to really get the pencil out was, to figure that it one out. It was really big. I mean, matter of fact, it got it, big. It got too big to protect. But South Africa? I don't think so. That's a long yeah. way. It may be. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know what I'm talking about. But I don't – I just – just because you're well-liked, and you've had some success in business. Does not. I mean, you you got to make a few more jumps to get to the hey, we're on the Antichrist watch. Yeah, and you know I, what I mean. And 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 I don't see Elon bringing the world together to one world government and declaring I will I will bring peace to the entire world. Yeah, he seems too much of a capitalist for that. Right. Yeah. You know. Now well, maybe it gets a blow to the head. We'll watch. Yeah, we'll be careful. Uh, let's go to Anonymous in Alabama. Hello, Anonymous. How are you? Hey, Biggins. How y'all doing? I'm Great. good. How about you, bro? I'm all right. So I, I need some uh, relationship advice real quick. Okay. My wife, who's a nurse, uh, supports the mask mandates and the distancing and crowd limits and all that stuff in order to help hospital admissions stay low. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm wanting to know how in the world do I, you know, help and support her, but also push for individual freedom and all that thing. Because I'm on the, I'm in the bus of like letting people choose what they want to do if they want to wear a mask wear it if they don't don't okay well look he here you go I, i think i've got the happy medium on this we don't disagree with her saying that that is steps to help keep any virus from spreading okay but the point is that we have to balance that with not destroying our society and while the virus peaked out we had all of this we were flattening the curve, but now that it's falling away, we ought to be able to do without it, right? Yeah, so what do you think about the variants and whatnot? Well, the variants have not proven that they're deadlier than the, the, the wild version of it. They, they're speculation. They don't know. But the vaccination is supposed to be covering people for them, so it shouldn't be a problem, Right. Am I missing something? Yeah. I, I think I would just keep talking about with her field because she knows this. We have treatments that are better. Yep. Uh, the vaccines, they say, they claim, uh, seem to cover the variant because uh, they said they went on a, a, a you know, they, they, they went out there wider on their antibody. I'm using the word antibodies, but protection, like like our natural antibodies, you just show me, Bubba, might be help us in a narrow, and then they went a little wider. Broader and, spectrum. Broader yeah. spectrum with the vaccines. Now, they claim that these variants are stopped by the vaccine. I don't know whether that's true or not, but that's what they're claiming. She would be able to maybe answer that. I would use her knowledge uh, almost to your advantage by saying, well, now, honey, if I'm not mistaken, it that doesn't the vaccines cover the variant? You know, that would be a good thing to say, kind of a yeah. loving, supportive husband thing. I would and, say if, if it doesn't, then we shouldn't be worried about getting them cause, so much. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you something about uh, the, the female-male uh, relationship, you know, equal but not the same, equal but distinct. You have to almost let her talk herself into coming up with what you want in the end. It can never be that you talked her into it 
or that you won. It can never right. be that. Right. So what you're going to have to do. She wins, but you get your line of thinking. So if you, if she has so much <laughs> expertise and she, wor- she works in the medical field, use her own knowledge of the medical field to make your point that really having mandates isn't really necessary anymore, but those that are the most susceptible to problems, they can continue to protect themselves. But our society has to return back to, to normalcy because some of this has had such a damaging effect on the, the, the broader picture. At some point, we'll be te- protecting ourselves from in a world where we no longer have the basic things. Yeah, and let's face it, uh, a lot of these payments going to hospitals, doctors, and nurses are generated by us having businesses that can pay taxes. There's a point where we run out of money. So your next play is, well, honey, you probably, and this is what you say, you probably know more about this than I do, uh, obviously because of your expertise and the studying that you've done. It, it, you educate me. Doesn't the vaccine cover the variants? That's your next play. That's the next thing you say. Yeah, and Heath, here, like we were talking about a minute ago, we're looking at something now that's 99% survivable. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if it was 50-50, we might all be looking at this a little bit different. But, you know, when it's in the high 90s that you can survive it. Yeah. I mean, that's we don't get those kind of odds driving down the road most of the time. And I know you've seen it too, Anonymous, hmm. and she has too. I, I, I see a lot of I'm checking the box mask wearing. But I see all kinds of problems. People got their nose out of it. It's oh, not yeah. down in oh, it. Yeah. It's hanging. Some people wear it as a chin strap, and they act like they've got a mask <laughs> right, on. Yeah. This thing we're doing in restaurants, I've already covered that. That's asinine. Uh, it just doesn't really seem to make much sense. There's very few people that you see wearing a mask correctly in, the, in a society that claims everybody's got it on, but not many people have it on right. So I got news for you. Our exposure is still there. Yeah. So we kind of know how it will be because I would say the majority of the people don't even wear them right. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. You know, we've talked about on the show um, a lot about kind of a, a lost art. And, you know, but, um, and this is older men helping younger men. You know, older women helping younger women. You know, we there's, there's a certain mentor responsibility that we all have. Most importantly, spiritually, but also just in life in general. Not as important, but still important. And, Bob, I remember when I decided that I was going to try to do a little better and move around a little bit, do a little exercising, which I do not enjoy. I, I don't I don't like uh, to do workouts and stuff like that. I didn't enjoy it when I was playing a little ball. And, you know, when the few commitments I made in my life that I really stuck to is when I left playing ball, I said I'll never work out like that again. And, sadly, I really stuck to that. Uh, but I, I started trying to do Rick, to keep that. Yeah, I started trying to do a little better a few years ago. And, I'm, and, years, and you know this man. I remember when I showed up, I was tricked into going to these workouts by my wife, and um, and then she went and started doing something else and left me there, okay? And um, and so it started out as we're going to try to do a little better together, and then she realized that because she, she pretended it wasn't CrossFit because so she knew I wouldn't go, and then I discovered that it really was, okay? And and, and then, then I've been there ever since, and I, I am thankful, all kidding aside, to uh, – uh, the guys there uh, at Godspeed that have, have taken me under their wing and helped me with an area of my life that needed some work. 
but I'm still that same guy that I remember all the strength and conditioning coaches that I ever dealt with. And this is one thing that my dear friend Rich Wingo does not like to hear about. He does not like this part of me. It infuriates him <laughs> because he was he's all in. He's gung-ho. He was a strength and conditioning coach. Yep. And this really, really bothers him that I was told by every strength and conditioning coach, Burgess, if you would just do the workout. Remember we said earlier about the guy who's on Varsity Blues – if you know all this genius should be used for good, right? We gotta we yeah. gotta find a way to 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 move this to, in a positive way. So, and all my strength and conditioning coaches would say, Burgess, if you would just devote the same genius to doing the workout as you do it, finding ways around it, right? You know, just do. If you would just devote you, that much, you'd be a beast. Just do it. You'd well, be a CrossFit champion, right? Yeah, well, now now I'm older a guy, and I showed up, and there was another older guy there who's about 20 years older than me, maybe a little less than that, maybe 15 years older. And Bubba, and Bubba that's our friend Lucky Bailey. Right, the so, great Lucky Bailey. So I, and, and to be in the shape he's in at his age, I, I can only hope and pray not going to happen, mm-hmm. okay? But he said to me the day I arrived, and I, and I was, you know, I, I, I just uh, I, I got up to 305 pounds and, and needed to address this part of my life. And uh, and he said, look, at your age, which hurt coming from a guy in his 70s, he said, remember why we're here. Don't let these young people, don't let, don't get caught up in all that because you're going to be you're gonna in the hospital, you're not going to be working out. Here's why we're here. We're here to sweat. We're here to get our heart rate up. And we're here to try to still have some, not have man boobs. Okay. okay. There it is. Right. So that we're not we're not going to be world class. That that's over. You know what I mean. So we're here. So let's not get ourselves hurt, but uh-huh. let's let's benefit from this mainly to get our heart rate up, heart rate up, and sweat a little bit. Uh-huh. Okay. So don't anything outside of that, son. Don't. And he was such a good mentor and such a good teacher. You know, he would teach me how to look at these workouts and say, "Now let me tell you what that means to us." You know, and he would do these these little things, and he taught me so much, and and I'm so thankful for him. But now it's my job to pass it along to others. So uh, I, there's a guy that, that started out young, but now he's, as I told him the other day, he's become somebody's dad. Okay. And he's got his first kid. He hasn't been able to come much. He's been gone for quite a while. And, and he's, he's gotten himself now more in my category than the category he was in before. Okay. All right. And he needs my help. Okay. So. And those first couple of times back are so tough. Yeah. Well, yesterday we 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 were in a we were in a workout that was going to involve running, okay. Uh-huh. Which is and this this is me running, wow. And and this is look at that. Yeah, this is. But yeah. It almost looks like you're posed running, Rick. Yeah. Well, I may have well, been. That's possible. That's possible. <laughs> looks like he's about to do the moonwalk. Photo op. Yeah. So so here I am. How do we know you're not faking this? Look at the hair flying. Well, Bubba, the, the answer to that is you don't know. Okay. <laughs> So let's go back to this. It involved when we got to what they call the energy part. It involved Oof. it involved sixty yard sprints, two a sixteen minute workout separated in two eight minute groups. Boo! So the first eight minutes nonstop, you run sixty yards, and then you do ten American kettlebell swings, run sixty yards, ten kettlebell swings, run sixty yards till eight minutes was over. You okay, Greg? Okay. Yeah, I got it. Bring okay, so, back memories. So, so, what is yes. American? The what up, did you up say? above the head. The Russian just comes here. The American goes above your head. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So, you know. So, <laughs> first, so we made the American one more difficult yes, than the yeah, Russian Of course. Because okay. you know, the I Cold War still going. You're right. I guess. <laughs> so anyway, so then with no break, with no break, when they go to the second eight minutes, 
okay, it would be immediate. Like no matter where you are, if he says time, then you're back to the sprint. No matter where you were in the kettlebell swings. Yeah. And now the second phase, you run sixty yards, do three pull ups, six push ups, and nine air squats, and that's inside because you got to get to the pull up bar and all that. Oh. Now listen, to, say you, that one more time. But you got to trying to follow this. So the, I don't know the, the first the, the, like the first one you stay outside all right. the, the whole time. I got it. Which I means it. in my world, the trainers can see you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you're in the, you're out in the open. But when you go inside to do the pull up and the push ups and the air squats, you could have done the air squats outside, but the but the pull up and the push up pulls you back okay. inside and air, back air into the, more places. Why? Just nothing. You're just squatting with no weight, no anything. Okay. 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 All right. So like a prison. So so then. Because they've got people, two lines of people working out, the trainer wanted the back row to do the pull-up, push-up first because we're back there by the stuff. But he looked to me, the wily veteran, and said, Rick, which one your group want to do first? I said, I said we're going to be outside first. And, I, and the young guy looks at me and goes, what? I said, stay with me. Yeah. yeah. Stay with me. And he said, why, why do we want to go out and do this? I said, son, just stay with me. Okay? So we do the first one, and we're dying. We're dying. Well, now the second one, when we need the rest the most, we get to go back inside. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we got back inside, and I said, "Stand here a minute." And we started. I said, "Take your time on this." <laughs> and he looked at me, and he said, "Oh, wait a minute." I said, "You remember we was out there swinging that kettlebell? All we had was a kettlebell and a run, and we're out there in the open." Mm-hmm. Well, let's do that on the front end, because now we stay in here long enough, we're running fewer sprints until the eight minutes is up. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me. I said, no, we're going to do it. I said, he jumped. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa take your time now. Yeah, come out. <laughs> hey, you know, hold on. Hey, there, do these push-ups. Re- lay there a minute. <laughs> no heroes hey, here. Hey, lay there a minute. And he goes, oh, I see now why you flipped it. I said, yeah, man. You, you, want, you want this on the back end because in this, th- doing, doing these, mm-hmm. we can get in here and rest more. We're, hey, we were dead men walking out there. We're out in the open, everything mm-hmm. we're doing, and it's only two movements. So we're running a lot. Mm-hmm. And I said, in here, see, we've got four total movements. There's three movements in here to rest before we go back to spring. And he looked at me and he said, that gray in your beard means something. I said, just stay with me, son. Stay with me. You'll get your heart rate up. You'll do what's needed. But I'm telling you. And he just looked at me and he said, if you weren't here, I'd be in so much trouble right now. Uh-huh. And I said, but that's my job as an older guy. I said, Lucky did it for me. I'm doing this for you. And you need to do it for another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.